Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. going on but for whatever reason the sounds are not coming through on twitch they're not nope just our voices but the sounds are not it was f for just a second and now it's not again it is the most weird thing ever unless that did it hold on a second let me see if i can if i change this ha ah, now that came through Like that. That's how I always reaffirm myself. Give me another one. Tony Bruno. Say, give me another one. Tony Bruno. You say it real fast now? Tony Bruno. All right, just checking yeah, in on the Twitch Live. All of my friends Bruno. out there in Bruno Nation. Can you get deeper? I want to make sure people can hear us, see us, feel us, taste us. You're a bad man. You're a bad man. Tony Bruno. Let's play through, though. And now. Oh, Tony Bruno. Stop it. Here is Tony Bruno. talk now yes <laughs> hello there hi bear with us ladies and gentlemen we are just getting our twitch channel underway our first official in the basement the wine cellar we used to call it a basement but this is our reconstructed wine cellar that miss robin and i maybe you've seen the videos if you've been watching we did this whole baby up real nice real good and we're going to be posting a lot of our twitch uh, stuff that we do not just sitting here in microphones like everybody does we're going to take this baby out. We're going to go out and next Monday night, in fact, I think we should go to Foodie Chats. Ooh, that would be with good. With our buddy Steve Green and the whole gang from I Chicago. Like All the great foodie heads will be in Philadelphia next Monday night. And we're going to have to get Steve Green on to confirm that we can do the, uh, the Twitch show live. Oh, that would be really good. It's going to be awesome. A lot of stuff going on, though, in sports. The Virginia Cavaliers, as I predicted last night, and told you would win the NCAA College National Basketball Championship, cut down the nets, storm the courts, all the other stuff that they do. And guess what? A lot of people had Texas Tech on the money line. Our good buddy Philly Godfather had Correct. them. One guy had them. He would have won 
$305,000 if Texas Tech had won that game. Ooh. That wasn't Philly Godfather. There was another guy who actually placed a futures bet back in September of last year. Uh-huh. Texas Tech wins the whole thing. He put, he put down $1,500, $85 to 1. He would have won $305,000. Actually, no, $301,500 because he gets the 1500 that he right, put right, in right. back. So it's a $300 win plus the 1500 that he put down. Unfortunately, he lost. But that's a pretty good investment, even though he lost. Because you're not going to get those kind of odds pretty much anywhere else. You know what I mean? But a lot of stuff going on. We're going to be here and uh, try to get this thing going, get people involved, have some fun. Johnny Football is not Johnny Football anymore. That's the big story today, Robin. Johnny Football will no longer be referred to as Johnny Football. Well, is it up to him? Well, he went on Dan Patrick's show today and said, that's it. I'll read to you a reading from the book of Johnny Football. First round draft pick of the Cleveland Browns in 2014. A guy who obviously came in with a lot of hype and appearing on the Dan Patrick show yesterday, actually, Johnny Football said, I have a little update for you. I actually go by John these days. No, not the kind that gets busted with a prostitute. That's so a John. That's words, a different John. He's saying he's all grown up now? Uh, I guess. At 26? Is that like when when kids are named like Nicholas and then all of a sudden they want to go by Nick? Or my son, Christian, if he were to say suddenly, I don't want to be called Christian anymore. I want to be called Chris. No, nobody does that. Nobody who's named Christian refers to themselves as Chris. But Christopher. Chris. Yeah, Christopher. My son is Christopher. I call right. him Chris. But Christian, I don't think there's a Nick. People who are named Christian want to be called Christian, I think. They don't want to be called Chris. There was a lot of his friends that called him Chris in high school. Well, they're heathens. That's <laughs> what happens when you grow up in a, in a death cult in Arizona in the desert where people go out there. And by the way, it is national. You're only hearing Robin through Tony's mic, he says. So, Robin, is your mic on? Say something. Yeah, my mic is, my mic is on. But you're only hearing me through Tony's mic. No, I mean, I'm, it's showing full audio. This is so strange. It is weird. I don't know why this... It, I can hear Robin loud most, and clear. Yeah, I can hear myself loud and clear. You can hear it, me loud and queer. It's show not queer, queer. not clear. <laughs> uh, not that there's anything wrong with it, but that's just not the way I roll, so to speak. Even on National Unicorn Day. We'd like to welcome all you unicorns out there who are watching and listening on our Twitch channel, Bruno Nation. Oh, I see. Now he only had one earbud in. Oh. I'm on the left channel. Robin's on the right channel. Ah. If you have one of those old quad radios, remember when quad came out and there were four channels and that lasted like a year? I do not remember that. Somebody says, turn the damn volume up, Robin. Turn the damn volume up. I'm glad all the people are helping us, especially when they say turn the damn volume up. Because we're listen, we're doing this for us and for you, and so we sound to ourselves fine, and I want to make sure that everybody hears us fine. So do, are we loud and clear? The volume's good now. Volume is good. So people are actually helping us program the technical part, which, by the way, Miss Robin has become a genius at doing all no, this stuff. Well, if I were a genius, I could figure out why the heck there's still these little problems. Now, remember, we've been doing our podcast for years. Right. Now we have new equipment, and then we have... Great well, audio, the and, thing, and the Twitch channel 
it's not so much the new equipment. It's the fact that I am utilizing a new streaming app specifically for Twitch, mm -hmm. and I'm not familiar with it. Okay. And there's a couple of little funky things that I still am trying to figure out. And one of the things is, is that it seems that every single channel is individual when it's being fed into here, and I still haven't figured out how to do that yet. So I'm only on one channel and you're on the other channel? Which it should not be. I think if you listen to both of them together, you get the Beatles, the White Album, and you hear <laughs> number nine, number nine, number nine, and then you become a, sat a satanic worshiper and the NBIXSM, whatever that uh, group is, that sex cult. And I'm not really into sex cults, but they fascinate me. I don't think I'd ever join one, but I would definitely watch if there were one available to watch. Yeah. Like on a Twitch channel, but like they're not allowed to do that on Twitch. You're not allowed to have like a sex cult no. channel. No. If there were, I'd probably Those would be very be, popular. I'd probably run that at late night on the channel on the Bruno Nation live channel. I actually respect <laughs> the fact that Twitch is very, very conscious of the fact that they they are so strict that they won't even allow anybody with uh, nudity. Nu no nudity. Now, you, a guy's allowed to take his shirt off. Probably. Like, if I were to have a male guest on, a guy who likes to take his shirt off, like Burt Kreischer, our good friend Burt Kreischer. Right. Burt Kreischer, the comedian, always takes his shirts off. Correct. And, in fact, I take my shirt off when I'm with him just to feel like I'm a part of his whole group. And, actually, crew. you when you first started taking your shirt off with Burt, you had pecs and, and, a, and washboard abs. Yeah. And he had the beer belly. Yeah. Now you're kind of matching him. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's not quite as bad, but getting close to Bert. But Bert's been on a diet, so we got to get him on the show, too, because we love Bert Kreiser. He hasn't been to Philly in a while. He usually comes here because he has family in this area. Right. And every time he comes to town, we always go and see him. I think last time we saw him was Cinco de Mayo last year. Was that last year? Was that right? He did a Cinco de Mayo show. That's no, true. no, last year we did our own Cinco de Mayo show up there at the bar at the. Uh, Cantina Laredo. Yes. Up in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. Speaking of which, I just got a, an email from Brian, which I have not read yet, about uh, the the Cinco de Mayo event, I think, or the one that's close to it. I need Cinco. As long as the border's not closed and we have avocados, I'm not going to Cinco de Mayo this year unless there's tableside guac. Okay. And without avocados, you cannot make tableside guac. And I don't want any of that fake guac. I know. Because there's a lot of places that give you, that serve. Fake walk. Can I think I you had you? some last night. Did yes. you not at an unnamed yeah. location? Can Can I just tell you that when I heard that Trump was uh, possibly closing down the borders, that's the first thing I thought about. Oh, you first thing you thought about was <laughs> avocados. Do you realize avocados are grown in this country too, I know. like I California and Florida, where the weather's good. And so, listen, I'm not going to get into the politics stuff. But I, but I have to tell you, I actually thought about the whole well, avocado shortage thing. If that's what you thought of first, then there's something wrong with I you. Know. Well, th obviously there's something wrong with me. <sighs> there's, a, there's a distinctly something wrong with me. But we knew that already. But back to Johnny Football again. So he went on Dan Patrick's show and he said, it's just John now. Just John. And he says he plans to move forward, is to wake up every day, to get back on the field, to continue to work on my craft, whether that's in San Diego with quarterback guru George Whitfield and continue to get back to what I was think I was, a little bit of a surgeon with the football in my hand. I feel good, and I'm just going to continue to keep my head down and keep working on what matters the most to me, and that is football. 
And of course, Johnny Manziel, we all know, was a 22nd pick in the draft in 2014. Went to the Cleveland Browns. Things didn't go so well. I think he was 2-6 and six as a starter before uh, he went to the bench. And then he had a lot of issues. He had a lot of issues. The problem with Johnny Manziel was the kid had a great athletic ability. Right. But unfortunately, he is a guy who just thought, hey, because I was partying in college and I was doing the money thing and I was throwing touchdown passes, that that was just going to carry over into the NFL. And there have been a bunch of guys like that, guys who were the, the big man on campus. Then they think when they get to the professional leagues, they'll be, they'll be fine. And for Johnny Manziel, it wasn't that easy. Plus, he was on a bad team in Cleveland. That didn't help. But then he got caught. Then, of course, he went to the Canadian Football League with the Montreal Alouettes. Then he was released by them. And then, of course, he went to the now-defunct AAF and was with the Memphis team and, was, and uh, got hurt right before the league folded. So it's back to square one for Johnny Manziel. And so the question is, does he get another look? Does somebody call him and bring him into training camp? I don't know. I think the problem is, is that there are all these guys. It doesn't matter if it's football, basketball, any sport, any, any celebrity status type thing when it's gone to their heads. And it obviously went to but his head. But it went head. to his head too early. You, you right. don't, just because you played well in college doesn't mean you're just going to – you know who else that happened to? Matt Leinert at USC. Matt Leinert at USC, because I was there, and his agent, of course – is my favorite agent. Lee Steinberg. Exactly. Lee Steinberg brought him around to the Super Bowl. He had, uh, hadn't been drafted yet by right. USC, and he was obviously the big man on campus at USC. And he gets drafted, but he, he was more concerned with parties and being in the VIPs. And, and as good as he was at USC, when he went into the NFL, he brought that same, hey, man, I'm all about partying, Instagram models, all the other stuff. I don't even think Instagram models were that popular then. Now everybody's got an Instagram model. I just saw, um, I saw, what's his name? We're not using earpieces. We're using headphones. I'm using headphones. Robin is using earpieces. I tried my, I have a single earpiece, but it's too, it's too low. But I hear myself perfectly clear in the headsets. Uh, and uh, JSC77 on our stream says, what's up with the volume, man? So I don't understand. I don't know. I don't, I don't either. We're going to get this straightened out because this is a work in progress. We know we're going to have to work hard to make this show better every day, and it's going to get better every day. We're going to have a lot of fun doing it. Let me tell you, I am so frustrated because we had, the vo we had everything down when we were doing it before, but for whatever reason, the volume is squirrely on this Twitch program, and I cannot figure out why. For the life of me. As you said, I'm a genius, but I'm not. All pe I mean, people around the world are doing it sitting in their bedrooms on a laptop. We got all this professional equipment, Robin. What the hell is going on back there? I don't understand why. It's showing that we have, and, and, and I'm actually seeing, oh, look, I actually can see on here the left and the right that it's not stereo. So Why are I we am, not in stereo? So there must be a, a button on the board. There is, there is a bug because I'm looking at it right here on Twitch, and it's showing that there is a left and a right, um, and that my mic is on one and yours is on the so other. So you have to listen in stereo where available, which I believe I should be everywhere. Every computer gets stereo, right? And if it's not stereo, it automatically combines the two into one signal. But it should, it should have it. 
It should have it anyway. I mean, that's the thing that's so bizarre. Is that your phone ringing? It is. Is Look it your that. mother calling? No, no. Who is it? Uh, some random uh, call that I get 300 of every single day that I wish I could figure out why. Do you ever notice why ever since they did the block and Mr. Number and when you block people who call you every day, just random, they don't know who you are, this random, random robocalls, and they're worse now than they've ever been before. And we went through this whole thing, block, auto blocks, and there's all these programs, Insta block. What's the other one called? Mr. Number. If somebody calls on Mr. Number, sees that phone call and knows right away it's suspected spam. Don't you have that on your phone? Yeah, but if it's a new phone, like if it's a new number, then I can't block it. And I think what's happening now is there's all these, these locations that somehow are able to circulate a brand new number mm -hmm. every five minutes so that your phone Because they knew they were getting it. blocked on InstaBlock. So then they, it's just like, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think of something that would be a good comparison. You know, you get the same, then it's like people who create fake accounts on Twitter, right? And then they have all these different accounts and they could do anything they want until they do something stupid and get blocked and then they just start another account. But with these phone bank people, and I don't, a lot of them, when you answer the phone, there's nobody there, right? Some of them, as soon as you answer the phone right away, right. they say, but oh, there's so-and-so there. 90% of the ones that I'm getting now are, you pick it up and there's nobody there. And I'm like, hello, hello. And oftentimes if you wait five seconds or whatever, then it'll be some automated. Okay. Uh, so those are but bots. Those are bots because they're just waiting for somebody to come on the line. Right. But 90% of the ones that I'm getting now don't have that at all. There's nobody on the line. It just hangs up on me. So if I don't anybody out there knows what's going on. Please tell me because I, I really I cannot figure out for the life of me what the benefit is to call somebody and hang up. I don't understand it either. Unless they get once you, ha once you answer the phone, they then have your phone number and realize it's a real person. Maybe that's good. That's got to be the reason. I think, I right? don't know. If you answer that phone call then that person now knows that somebody is at that number. I just fixed the stereo issue. Let me, well, I don't have so, my sound effects working, so but I would give you a roaring round of applause if I could, Robert. There's one thing I fixed, thank What did goodness. you fix? Now, what did you do? Was there a button? There was a button that I was able to hit, and it said, mix down to mono. There you go. So now we're in mono. Although I sound better in stereo. I actually sound better in uh, quad. I sound better when I'm, like, close to your ear, smelling your hair like Joe Biden on a stage somewhere. That's kind of creepy. And now, by the way, they still have that shampoo. Gee, your hair smells terrific. Remember that? They do not. Really? Yes, they do. It was back I, in the 70s and 80s that came I out. I remember says, the commercial. Gee, your hair smells terrific. Remember that? Yes. And so the other last week when Joe Biden, who hasn't announced he's running for president, but obviously is, uh, all these previous pictures, which everybody's seen for the last 20 years, but he's a, you know, a touchy-feely guy, not sexually abusing people, no. but getting close to and now all of a sudden all these women are coming forward saying he didn't assault me he just got into my personal space so now joe biden has to apologize every day and there's a lot of pictures of him smelling hair and you know i so, don't have a problem with that if the women have a problem with it why are you saying it now i know that's the that's the yeah, issue you know why they're saying it now well, Robin? because they want to knock him out of the race exactly because they're the uh, this isn't a republican versus democrat nonsense which happens every day in politics this is the people in the democratic party who do not want Joe Biden to be the nominee. Correct. It's like you got all these candidates in there, and Joe Biden's just sitting there lurking, waiting, and he's going to be the last man in, unless Hillary surprises and jumps back in. 
But Joe Biden is sitting there knowing that all the polls that come out, he's still the front runner, and he hasn't even been the announced candidate yet. And that's what's killing all these other people who are out there every day in Iowa and Massachusetts, and they're going to go to North Dakota, and they're going to go to South Dakota, and all that other stuff. So Robin made the, the deal. Sounds clear. Both speakers. I'm impressed, Both. Robin. <laughs> Just don't touch any more buttons out there. Well, if I could only figure out how to get your uh, tablet sound coming in. We'll work on that overnight. No. I just it's it's so weird. So we're while well, we're talking about the smelling hair. Yes. So there was a shampoo called G, G your hair, your hair smells yes. terrific. And I was joking about it last week. Everybody was doing these memes of Joe Biden, you know, actually touching himself and smelling his own hair. You know how people are on the internet. It doesn't matter whether you're politics Somebody does something silly, it's a meme instantaneously. Right. There are people sitting at home and doing unbelievable work, whether it's political, whether it's sports. The Michael Jordan crying face has been used every single – I mean, it, it's used at least once a day somewhere in sports. The shot of Michael Jordan crying. So the Jordan face, it's called. Right. And it's always put on somebody who loses a sporting event or chokes at golf or no, no matter what the case is. Michael Jordan crying face. And that's just a still shot. It's not an animated GIF. But now people are so good, they're taking people's heads that are moving and making GIFs and videos out of them. And it's incredible talent. I mean, you've got to have a lot of time on your hands to sit around. Now, these people are monetizing it, so that's the best part. Well, yeah. If you're just sitting at home and making memes, uh, you're either super rich and don't care about anything, or you're just trying to make some money out of it. Because no. people can make money doing anything. I want to thank those people who have uh, logged on to our Twitch TV channel, Bruno Nation Live. Um, we have J Jilly Girl 673. I think I know her. And Ice Dog 1015 and JSC 77. JSC 77 says, not my style to rip. But he's been helping us. All of the people, Arthur Blank Stasher. That's a good one. You know, Arthur Blank Stasher means, right? Arthur Blank is the uh, owner of the Atlanta Falcons. Right. And he has a mustache. He does. But why would you call your? Oh no, it's Arthur Blank Stash, stash. not Stasher. No, it's Arthur Blank's Stash. That's good. Uh, that's a good visual too, because you, you, when I when I hear that name or read that name, I immediately can see Arthur Blank watching his team blow a twenty-eight to three lead in the Super Bowl, and losing to the stinking New England Patriots. But we welcome Arthur Blank and and uh, Jilly Girl six seventy three and Ice Dog, and JSC, and all the other folks. Tell your friends, here's the best part of Twitch. If you're already on Twitch, and you're an Amazon Prime member, which is pretty much 90% of the population now, you can sign up and get the Tony after Bruno today. Nation. After because today. We, we were made affiliate status, but we haven't filled out all the paperwork yet. So, that oh, they so Rusty has some papers in the yes. back for us to fill out? Yes, Rusty has some papers in the back for us to fill out, and as soon as that happens, then people can click on the subscribe button. Okay, so right now you can't. Correct. But many people already are, are subscribers to Twitch and they can watch the show. Or, you know, you can, there's a lot of ways to watch the show. But you just got to go to twitch.tv slash Bruno Nation Live and tell your friends. So many people on Twitch, it is the number one video streaming organization on the earth. And now we have, we have our little lilies up here now because people love cats on these shows. That's one of the other things I always retweet every day on my Twitter feed at Tony Bruno Show is cat videos or dog videos or any kind of animal videos. Elephants, dogs, uh, you name it, I post it. Because 
and people love cats. And this is our original cat, Miss Lily, the mother ragdoll. Yes. And she is our beautiful baby girl, a mother of 13. Not once did she go to Planned Parenthood, Planned cat Cathood, <laughs> to have, get rid of her babies. Nope. In fact, more people wanted her to have more babies. And she had 13 kittens in two separate litters before we said, you know what? We're not doing this to our baby girl. Well, it was hard on her. Yes. Yeah, we we noticed that she had a major personality change, and so we well, it happens to all women after they have kids, <laughs> and then <laughs> and it happens to a lot of men too after they have kids. I don't, the woman has to go through the physical uh, situation with pregnancy. In case you haven't been following the stork, by the way, you see the storks today. There was a video of storks laying eggs, and somebody caught it on camera. I thought stork don't, don't the storks fly in baby storks like they do fly in babies. For humans, right? Because that's the whole thing. Uh, do, do people still tell their kids, oh, the stork is going to bring the... Because that was the old old school I thing, right? I remember, well, I remember seeing the stork story on the original Dumbo. Because the stork delivered Dumbo in the original Disney movie. Oh, uh, by the way, Jilly J G R 573 is Jolly Roger. Oh, I see it. See? J-L-L-Y-R-G. Oh. Jolly Roger. And he's a man. I'm a man. Okay, Jolly Roger, just so that you know, that's not what it looks like. Just saying. No, I, I, because when you look at it from a distance, even with my glasses on, I thought it said Jilly Girl. See? And we also, we know a Jilly Girl. Yeah, exactly. So apologies, Mr. Jolly Roger. Is that his real name? It's probably, it's probably, his name is probably Roger, or he's a pirate, one or the other. Because you always raise the Jolly Roger, don't you, when you're on a yes. pirate ship? So Jolly Roger, do you own a boat? And are you a pirate? These are the kinds of questions. By the way, Ice Dog 1015 says, I've been around Twitch for five years, and I'll be sure to help you guys when I can. Well, thank you, Ice Dog. And there's a me, and there's a photograph of a woman. So Ice Dog is a woman? I can't tell now, because isn't there a, there's a picture at the end. So now you can put your picture, because I'm learning this on the fly as well. No, those are emojis. emojis. But it's those an emoji of a woman. Right, they you can utilize personalized emojis. There's like emoji packages that you can download. But if you're a man, would you use a personalized woman's emoji? Sure. On Ice Dog 1015, that is a female emoji, is it not? Um, yeah, but you could use a female emoji just like. Oh no, Ice Dog has another emoji. See, I got to learn the emoji because that's that's been around on on Twitch. But you could take pictures of yourself so, and then turn them yes. into emojis. I am actually in the process of doing that. I've been going through the last 10 years of photographs and all of the pictures where you are making weird expressions that you really don't want people to see, I'm making into emojis. Beautiful. <laughs> so your pictures, all your strange <laughs> pictures are going to be emojis for people to download. So Ice Dog is a man, I think. We're trying I'm to figure it sure. out. Because, you know, people have different nicknames, and I, you know, I, I thought it was Jilly Girl, spelled G-R-L, but it's a G-R-673. Yes, Jolly All right, Roger. Now Ice Dog is posting a whole bunch of emojis of different people, so it doesn't have to be just your face. No. Okay, I thought you only had to make emojis of your face. No, 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 no. It's, so when I make the ones of you, mm -hmm. people will be able to utilize those as a package. Oh, package. okay. But they're only for Twitch people, right? Correct. Okay, so if you're on Twitch, you have your own channel your own show, you make an emoji of yourself with weird faces, and then everybody who's on so, Twitch... So 
it would be the same thing as like a smiley face. Right. Like, and so instead of using the smiley face or the crying face mm -hmm. or the happy face or whatever, they can instead use the oh, Bruno package okay. and then they'll be able to use your face instead. And they'll be able to use your face on other people's Twitch channels. See, I'm learning now as I go yes. along. I mean, I know about you know Twitter and all the emojis and memes. I love posting memes because most of the time, instead of me responding to people, I will find an emoji to, to, to basically tell my story. Or I, I respect when I respond to somebody, rather than personally insult them. You love gifts. Gifts. I'm sorry. Th that's but your favorite. But gifts are also memes, are they not? I guess. A lot of gifts are memes. Yes. But memes are memes. Gifts are gifts. But they could be. A, a <laughs> meme is always a gif. <laughs> but a gif is not always a meme. Correct. Exactly. Like a gif could be, you know, Kevin Hart making a weird face. Right. So when somebody, it, it's like, they're, and, they're, and they're categorized. It's like, you know, WTF, if you look that up, there'll be a bunch of well, people right. not just saying WTF. But a gif specifically is a photograph that has some kind of movement to it. Not necessarily. There's a lot of still gifs. There are a lot of still gifs. Okay. Help me out there. Are there not a lot of still gifs? I prefer the animated ones, but there's a lot of still shots that people use. Uh, but most of them are, and that's what's great about it. People keep adding them every day. So how do you get added? Like if you come up with a gif of your own, like you take a clip from a right. movie or a TV show or a sporting event, and you make it. Well, you can make. There's, there's a gif maker. Yeah, I've made gifs, but yes. how do they become? How do they get into the rotation of like when you go into just a gif generator? Like when you're on Twitter, for example, and you want to put a GIF in there. You know, you hit that right. instead of you can respond, you can put a GIF, you I can think like, there retweet. There must be some GIF department at Twitter. A GIF in, department? Yeah, in, in their massive, nobody works there, <laughs> computerized floor of Twitter <laughs> that we tried to get access to one time and were unable to find anybody that actually worked at the building. Um, there must be somebody, some department that, that handles all the GIF stuff. By the way, the breaking news from UCLA today uh, with college basketball now over. Uh, apparently, UCLA has hired Mick Cronin to be their new head coach. They were going after the Tennessee head coach, Rick Barnes, who was at Texas and been around a lot Providence. I mean, Rick Barnes has been in college basketball a long time. They were trying to uh, uh, lure him to UCLA out there in Westwood, and I guess he uh, decided to stay with your Tennessee volunteers. So... Mick Cronin is the new UCLA basketball coach. And uh, people are saying this is a bad hire. Opie Roberts says this is a bad hire. Enjoy many more years of 13, 18 records out there at UCRA in Westwood Village. Don Collins checking in today saying it sounds good. Yeah, Don, you didn't, you didn't experience the, the funky sound issues that we're having, but I'll talk to you about that later. No, no, but we got it all straightened out now, right? Well, we have everything except for the like some of the, some of the different things. That's that okay. Those are all little they're yeah, spices. Little, those are spices. We've got the main core set. We've got the, the steak is sizzling with the butter. Uh-huh. Right? We've got the – and everybody, you can still eat steak. We've got 10, 12 more years to enjoy beef. So don't worry about that right now. So enjoy your steaks. If you're a vegan, eat your vegetables. Do people have to tell vegans to eat your vegetables? Or do you tell a vegan, hey, how about a nice steak? Because right, every parent says, eat your vegetables. Right. Right? Because you're supposed to have vegetables and fruits, part right. of a nutritious, balanced meal. 
But has anybody ever said to a vegan, come on, man, just have, just have, a, just have a nice little, you know, you got a nice big steak and, you got, and there's a vegan and they're having their vegan food. And they're, they're friends now. I'm not talking about strangers. You don't go into a restaurant and start telling strangers <laughs> to, to eat a steak. Right. Although one of the uh, women that my, my middle son was dating was a vegan. And back then, this is like 15 years ago, it was impossible to go out to a restaurant and get vegan food. I think it's a choice, though. Like, so once you've made the choice, then you're not gonna, you're not even bother. But I do. No, know- but he was dating. He actually married her, his first wife. They would go out to restaurants, and, and she would have to say, "Is there anything vegan?" Did, you know? she, did she expect him to do vegan? No, 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 not at all. Now I but, know, so, but when they went out to dinner, it was hard finding things for her to especially eat. Especially back then, I think it's easier now. Oh, now, yeah, now there's a ton of now, vegan. Now I had friends who. Um, they were vegetarian, not vegan, but vegetarian, and they had children. And when their children, the daughter was the oldest, when Hannah started going to uh, kindergarten, um, she had to, you know, they would pack her a little lunch. And um, after about a month or so, the school contacted the mom and said, "Um, you do know that you're supposed to pack your daughter a lunch every day, right? And she goes, we are. We're packing her a lunch every single day. And they said, oh, well, that's strange because Hannah says that she comes to school and she doesn't have lunches. So what Hannah was doing was because she didn't want the vegetarian lunch, she was saying and hiding her lunch that her mom and dad packed for her so that she could have the school-provided lunch, which contained meat. So what was she doing with the other lunches? Wasting the food? Whatever they packed her, which was only vegetarian, she would uh, throw it away. That's that's an outrage. Well, because she wanted meat. You know, that's one thing to make the choice for yourself, but I don't think it's right to choose for your children. Your children have to make their own decision whether they're going to be vegetarian or whatever or not. Do they still have a choice between whether they want to be a boy or a girl when they're two years old? That's another issue for That's another show. Another anyway, issue. I was getting back to the point which started with the big juicy steak with the si- with the sizzling butter, yes. which is a Ruth Chris spe- specialty. That's what we have. We have the meat on the plate now, all the accoutrement that come with it. Right. You know the uh, the uh, garlic the, butter, the garlic the chives. Bu- no, but what's the other stuff that you have with this nice steak? You got the scalloped potatoes. Oh, oh, you mean cream spinach? Not just sides, but uh, the bol- now the uh, hollandaise sauce that some people use. Or what are the other sta- sauces? Not not Heinz 57. You don't put that on a good steak. You don't put ketchup or Heinz 57 or on a great steak. Sauce? You can, uh, no, you don't put Worcestershire sauce on a great steak. That, that, you that, really don't put anything on a great steak. That's a question. Steak. Is it Worcestershire or is it Worcester? No, it's Worcestershire sauce. I don't think so. Or Worcestershire, one or the other. It's not Worcester. Worcester is spelled Worcester, by the way. I know. It's spelled completely Worcester, weird. Massachusetts is spelled as if you were to read it as War- Worcester, Worcester, but it's Worcester, it's pronounced, right? Worcester, Massachusetts is pronounced Worcester as if it's spelled W-O-O-S-T-E-R, but it's spelled like if you look at the way the word's written, mm-hmm. like a lot of towns here in Pennsylvania, Robin, I always would do this, when Robin and I are driving out in the, in the, in the boonies, I'd say, what's the name of that town? Like Reading, when she first saw it, she thought it was? No, I always knew that it was Reading, but it looks like it's Reading. Well, that's because it's spelled the same way. Right. My point is people drive through different cities all over the country, all over the world, and they see a sign, and they think it's like Reading. They right. think it's Reading. Right. Unless you realize you're in Reading, Pennsylvania. But there's a lot of towns like Susquehanna, 
That's the easy one. But there's a lot of towns that Robin and I drive around, and I always say, what's the name of that town? And you don't. Most of the time I'm right. But yes, there's but, many but times because it's pronounced it's differently. Right. It's not because you're not saying it right. It's because it's pronounced differently, like in Pennsylvania Dutch territory, mm -hmm. up in Lancaster and those places. That's what happens. See how we're all over the place? This is what's good about this mm -hmm. show and what I've been doing. It's all stream of consciousness F Y I, Worcestershire is pronounced Worcester. Not in my house. <laughs> Where is it pronounced Worcester? Worcester sauce. It's Worcester sauce. FYI. No, it's not. Who told you that? It's, I looked it up on, on Google. You believe everything you read on Google? What does Snopes say? That's what I want. <laughs> Although Snopes now apparently is like a biased site and doesn't give you the real I deal. I don't know who to trust anymore. Now we can't even get fact checkers to give us the right facts. See, this is what I found. Like you have Everybody to... has an agenda. Yes. Can't there be one legitimate site that doesn't care about politics and just gives you, when you fact check something, you actually use facts as opposed to opinion? You can't rely on that anymore. It's an now outrage. You have, to, you, have to, you have to keep going to the source and finding out who's paying the source. And if you figure out where the money's coming from, then you can kind of figure out where it's leaning to. It's, it's, it's sad. Because a lot of people get their news based on websites, blogs, and they're not real webs. They're, they're not real news sources. You know, like Media Matters is a far left site. People think Breitbart is a far right site, but it's mostly like the when you look at the when you look at these these places like Media Matters, right, is obviously part of the Democratic Party. Mm -hmm. They they make no bones about. It. They're not hiring right. it, but you, when you see Media Matters. You're immediately thinking, okay, it's stuff about media. But it's, it's obviously slanted left. Mm -hmm. You look at other sites, you know, uh, I mentioned Breitbart, but Breitbart writes, writes news stories. They don't. Well, but I mean. But they, there's they no doubt they're right. They're, they slant right. They slant right. Because the owner, Andrew Breitbart, was a right wing mm -hmm. guy. But he wasn't a terrorist. He wasn't a guy who's calling for upheaval and tumult and uh, anarchy and that kind of stuff. No, but he I mean. He just pointed things out from his perspective. There's inaccuracies on both sides. Exactly. A lot of times you have to go outside of the country to get, like, BBC is oftentimes fair, although lately that's been kind of weird, too. So. Because this is the thing that really gets me about people when, when they find, where do you get your news from? Oh, you must be a Fox viewer. Oh, no, you listen to MSNBC. Here's the thing that bugs me, because this is the fact. Going to a news channel, the only thing you should get is news. Now, you can have opinion shows, you can have opinion segments, but when people now don't know the difference between news and opinion, that's why we have this whole messed up country right now, because people think the news that they watch on one channel is news, and the news that people watch on the other channel is not news. News is news. Journalists are journalists. Charles is Charles, as Jimmy Lynham used to say about Charles Barkley when he was playing. You know, a lot of people use that. So-and-so is so-and-so. It's like at the end of the day, what it is is what it is, and it is what it is, and all these other stupid things that make no sense. News is news. Give me the facts. Let me take those facts and then have an opinion right. on them. That's the way I've always done it. Well, it's definitely changed, and, and there are a lot of, quote-unquote, old-school journalists that 
have come out to say just that. That, that well, you don't have to come out to be a journalist. But but they're saying like even if they personally believe one way or another, yeah, you're not supposed to do that. They they say that what we are receiving now out there in the world as quote unquote news. Yeah, is Ted no Koppel news. said yeah. that. Ted Koppel, respected guy, you know. But everybody wants to know whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, a leftist or a right winger, and, and that's that's what I think the biggest problem in the country is right now. Because I've been independent for a long time. But, you know, because I like to have some fun on Twitter with the people who, who rip me. Because people on Twitter, I've noticed, always want to try to determine what your political beliefs are based on what you tweet. You know, I don't tweet MAGA or any of that stuff. But because I'm not part of the majority of media people who just spend 24 hours a day finding something to rip Trump over, I'm there, therefore a Trump lapdog. And that's what's happened now. So... I don't have to be a 24-7 Trump basher because it's pretty much 90% of Twitter, all right? And the people who are 100% Trump lapdogs, you know who they are. They put MAGA in there. You know, I don't have MAGA in my thing. I don't have a MAGA hat. No. I have MAGA underwear, though. But that's a surprise for people who come over and then, you know, things. And then we find out whether or not. But no, I don't have MAGA underwear. I have, I'm just uh, trying to picture that. I know. Could you imagine now? <laughs> MAGA hats are now like a, a symbol of race, and you must be attacking those people. I mean, that's insane. It's insane what's happening out there. I've, I, the, the sad thing I, for me is that if you, you cannot have a single opinion on something. You have to buy into the entire narrative of one side or the other. Exactly. Depending. So if, if, if you have... One opinion on uh, just a hot topic, uh, abortion. If you feel one way on abortion, then that means that you automatically belong to whatever side you think on for everything. And I think that that is wrong. I totally agree because people, everybody doesn't think alike. But people want us to think alike. And that's the problem. Mm -hmm. People who don't think like you want you to think like them. And that's not the way we're wired. I don't think in political terms. I don't think my life isn't about politics. You know, I dabble. I, I covered. Po I told you I've interviewed five presidents. Right. I've been in politics. I was a journalist for many years. I've won awards in documentary, uh, news coverage. So my background is in journalism. And so now as I as I'm not a journalist anymore, but I could swing into journalism mode if I have to. Classic example, 9-11. Andrew Siciliano and I are yeah. doing the morning show on Fox Sports Radio goofing off about sports, and 9-11 happens. We're in L.A. It was 6-something six, six in the morning. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're, we're an hour into our show, and all of a sudden we see the, the visions of the, of the Twin Towers. So what happens? We could have ran away from that story because it was news. It was no longer, hey, Michael Jordan did this or this so-and-so. And so a lot of people in the sports media did not want to be on the air because they figured, what am I going to talk about today? They didn't have the journalism background. Right to switch in and say, this is the biggest story, the most important story probably of our lifetime and many of our listeners' lifetimes. We are watching the first massive terrorist attack on the United States of America. So Andrew and I stayed on the air, and we stayed on the air for like nine straight hours yeah. because we, we had to be there to walk away from that and not be the conduit to your audience just because they're listening to you for sports. That's the difference between somebody who understands that there's journalism and when there's something big happening, you jump into that mode, mm -hmm. as opposed to when there's journalism or there's something big happening, you run away from it. Well, you don't run away from a story if your background is in getting the facts and being the conveyor of information to people. 
Jim Rome, I believe, when he just saw you recently in L.A., um, he brought that up as well. He said, you know, on 9-11, I was supposed to go on after Tony, and I, I couldn't. I, I, it was too overwhelming for me. Well, I think it's not just that, and obviously Jim would have been able to handle it. Absolutely. But I don't think, it, and a lot of sports stations did the same thing. They switched over to a news, they picked up a network, you know, they picked up radio networks and just went wall to wall with that, and right. I don't have a problem with that. I'm not saying you had to listen to me or you're not going to get the facts, but the fact is we got people. We got people in Boston who were about to board planes. We had Larry King come on who uh, lived wow. in L.A. because there was a rumor at one point that uh, there was a plane coming toward L.A. and they were trying to land in Los Angeles, crash a plane into Los Angeles, but they never really got cross-country enough because they found out sooner or later, uh, sooner because the planes hit New York and Washington and in Pennsylvania. I believe the Pennsylvania plane was headed to L.A., LA if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, those are the kinds of things you cherish when you're on the air and your main purpose, you know, my main purpose now is to entertain, but I also know that I have a responsibility to be responsible about facts. I'll give opinions, but I usually have facts first. And a lot of people don't use facts first because they, they have been, they've been conditioned now by the people that they listen to, whether you're listening to Rush Limbaugh, whether you're listening to left-wing or right-wing radio. Those are opinion shows. And you have to know the difference between an opinion show and a news show. If you want to hear straight news, there are straight news sources. But on most of these channels now, the straight news journalists, the really good journalists who don't give opinions but just give you the facts, right. they're few and far between anymore. Because a lot of the people who are pretending to be journalists who once were journalists now have basically pivoted over to being opinion givers. Right. They're, and those they're, are they're called, just so I got my facts straight, pundits. pundits. No, pundits are not necessarily – pundits are people who – when you see Democratic strategist, Republican strategist, they basically are people who work for a, a political party and then go on the TV stations, on the news channels, so what and then they give opinions based on their ideology, and then they usually put another person on the other side. But those are pundits. Pundits are not politicians. So what do you call uh, like a Hannity? Who he's, a, he's, he's a talk show host. Okay. He's an opinionated right-wing talk show host. And he makes no bones about it. You know what Sean Hannity is if you tune him in. You know he's going to be right. And you know Rachel he's going to Maddow, same thing. Rachel Maddow, you know that she's a left-wing apolo not an apologist. She gives her perspective from the left, which is the Democratic Party's opinions. But you know that Rachel Maddow doesn't pretend to be the evening news. Right. Sean Hannity doesn't pretend to be the but evening news. But there are a lot of of quote unquote journalists that do pretend to be real journalists. When no, they they're real journalists, but they've gotten sucked into the. I, you know, there's like 50,000 reporters out there, and they want to, they want to, Jim Acosta is a perfect example. Wait a minute. Luigi wants to know if you can switch yeah. his laundry Luigi from the washer to the dryer. I didn't even realize that he had any laundry here. No, he doesn't. He's just BSing. I, I always check the laundry. Because Robin, all the great, Robin does all the men's stuff. I do all the women's stuff in what? the house. What are you talking about? I wash about? the dishes. Well, I, I put them in a dishwasher. I Rob, I, Robin cooks. I wash the clothes. I iron. But I, I clean I the house. Fold. You do you fold. You you wash. I fold. See, we we like do half and half. Affa affa. No, you you now have pretty much abandoned knowing that I will do it. Like the sink is always full of dishes until I could. You could be up two hours before me, and then I'll come downstairs and I'll go in the kitchen and there's a and there's a and we have a dishwasher now and there's a sink full of dishes every stinking morning. How hard is it to put? Dishes from the sink 
two feet next to you and put them in a stinking dishwasher. And you know why she doesn't do it? And I'm not scolding here publicly, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is tough love here. <laughs> Luigi says he has unmentionables left in our dryer. If there's unmentionables in there, they're going out in the trash tonight because it is trash night. Anyway, so Robin now is used to me washing the clothes because uh, I'll put them in a, in a washer. And then I'll come down the next day, and they're still in the washer, and they don't because go in the dryer. Because I don't know that they're there. Yes, like, I'll tell you, you, you do it because you'll see there's a hamper full of clothes, and then all of a sudden it's gone, and I'll say, hey, I started the washer, and then I'll go out and do something, and I'll come back, and it's still in the washer eight hours later. Because it's magic. It just it appears clean up in the bedroom, and that's how I like it. But anyway, enough about uh, home chores and all that other stuff. But the political thing bugs me because people are so divided now. You can't even have a conversation with anybody anymore. Everybody wants to argue about politics. I've been around a long time during a lot of political crises in this country. The Cuban Missile Crisis, the assassination of JFK, Bobby Kennedy, Martin Luther King, all of those really major things that happened in our history. Mm -hmm. And we reacted to them. There wasn't social media. You know, there was a lot of people didn't even have color TV back then. So the world has changed a lot, not as fast as it's changing now from day to day. But back then, you know, you reacted based on what you saw, what you heard. You didn't have people getting on after the JFK assassination until many years later when it went before Congress and you had the commission on, you know, the, the grassy knoll and all the conspiracy theorists in Congress were trying to figure so when out. So it first happened, why. there was no conspiracy theory? No, because people were like, who did it? And then they found out Sirhan Sirhan and then he gets shot into Jack Ruby. So that stuff developed because nobody knew. We knew that somebody in a clock tower shot JFK. But we all got the information the same way watching television or reading the newspaper the next day. Now something happens. They go live to the scene immediately. Nobody was going live to, to, the, to Dallas, you know, in, in, Dealey, in uh, Dealey Square where it happened. Then we'd have to wait till the evening right. news came on to find the latest. You know, the soap operas were on. They didn't really break into soap operas back then to give you the latest breaking news. So the world's Soap changed. Soap operas were and important. They really were. Not as important as all these gab fests on TV now. All these women sitting around gabbing all day. You mean kind of like what we're doing right now? Yeah, but we're not sitting there and uh, we're not giving like ridiculous opinions every day. We're giving hot takes now. <laughs> we went through the, We lived through the great Hennessy shortage of 2018, remember? Yes. When Hennessy was, you couldn't get it in a liquor store? Well, that's what Luigi's gone through. But I've gone through the really because I'm older. And in my world, being older is not bad. Being older means you, you have more experience at stuff. And I, I, I'm proud of my background, and I'm proud of the fact that I was old enough to live around. Like, my mother's going to be 95 in a couple of months. Imagine what she's seen in her lifetime. In 95 years, world wars, all these different wars. World War II. She lived through the World War II. The Korean War. Vietnam. I mean, all I remember when protests in the 60s were really protests, that everybody was out as one. Nobody was pro- protesting for the Vietnam War. You know what I mean? Everybody was against it because we knew it was stupid. Now you got people who are pro this and anti this. And you can go out and protest all you want. And people do it every single weekend, it seems now. <laughs> There's always a march for something. But here's the question. Marches, what do they accomplish? Seriously, what do they accomplish if you're just standing outside holding a sign that has some website at the bottom because you're, the people who are running this protest march are trying to get you to sign up to their website. 
instead and, and, and nothing really happens. Well, and I think that the, did the anything really happen that Occupy Wall Street? The problem that they have now is that whenever there's a protest, you are inconveniencing a lot of people. Whether it's you're blocking traffic, and you're supposed to have you're supposed to have permits for that. Now it doesn't matter. You just take over a street and do what you want. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with peaceful protest, but I'm saying that we protest everything now. We protest when you protest every week. It doesn't mean it. It's basically, yeah. it's basically. It loses its meaning. What's the story? The boy who cried wolf. Yes. You keep crying wolf over and over again, and, and then people, when something really bad happens. Yeah, people stop. People are attention. like, ah, you're you're going to go out there again this Saturday and protest something. You know, protest all you want. I call it a night instead of protesting. How about doing a walk? There's walks every week for autism, for AIDS. You know, there's, there's 5K runs. There's walking things. Do something productive. Protesting, uh, you know, birth control is not going to change anything. Protesting Russia is not going to change anything. Go out and do something productive. If you're going to go take a walk on a nice day, this is just my, this is what I do. I go out and do walks for charity. I'll go out and do, I used to run for charity. Every Saturday there's a race. Do that. But showing up and wearing stupid hats and stupid outfits, and it doesn't make any sense to me because you're not really accomplishing anything other than satiating your own need to think that wa walking in front of the White House or walking in Center City, Philly or L.A. or wherever is going to change the world. It's not. The, the politicians don't care. The politicians that are in charge of fixing that stuff don't care that you're protesting. The other thing, they recall, you know, call your congressman, call your representative. Most people don't even know who their congressman yeah. is, right? Correct. They have no idea who their congressman is. By the way, they don't thank even know you, who their governor is. Thank you, now Eduardo, for joining us. Exactly. That's my, uh, that's my political rant. It's not even a political rant. I'm not taking sides here. I'm just, I'm just expressing opinion based on what I've lived through and have seen. My headphones just came unplugged, and I don't know. Oh, here it is. I can still talk, though. I just can't hear anything. You know what I mean? Can you hear me now? Well, we, we, we never stopped hearing you, Tony. Thank you. But I'm not going on a rant or anything. This isn't an outrage. No, I'm not because outraged. if you had gone on a rant, I have a nice little graphic. Do you have a Bruno rant in I progress? Have, I have a Bruno rant graphic. It takes a lot to get me outraged yes. or get angry. I don't get angry at stuff. Life is good. It's, spring is here now. The trees are all blossoming. You know, you're alive. You're healthy. There are a lot of people going through misery every day. Health problems. Speaking of which, the fabulous Bernie Piranha. Yes. I just saw a photograph because we're friends on, on Facebook and stuff. He was in a hospital gown and recovering from something. Yeah, I saw him walking with the... Uh, the walker, yeah. And he had the nurse and the doctor next to him, and he was smiling. So apparently, whatever the procedure is, we got to look it up and find out what Bernie Piranha's procedure is. I just saw it this is. morning. I did, too. I saw the picture of Bernie Piranha smiling, and of course, he had his hospital gown, and I believe he had a... An IB connected to him, so he's in the hospital. But I got to find out. Can you look that up, Robin? Because I'm, I'm not good right at that now. while I'm talking. I'm not a good uh, multitasker. You know what I mean? I am not seeing anything. Does anybody know that's out there? I'll look it up. Look up Bernie Perron. I, I mean, did. It's, um, and it doesn't a, say anything. It's not showing anything. I'm gonna see Bernie Perron. For those who don't know, Bernie Perron, one of the greatest goaltenders of all time, uh, came to the Flyers. Great Canadian goaltender, great guy who settled down in the Philly area, had a boat down at the Jersey Shore for many years, and 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 st stuck around here. You know, French Canadian guy, one of the one of the coolest athletes you'll ever ever meet, and one of the greatest players of all time, and one of the biggest flirts of all time. Yeah, but he's married now. 
I, I doubt if he's given up flirting, though. If I think that's well, just uh, in him, just kind of like it, the way it's in you. Yeah, but it's you not. Are, it's not. You're not trying to get somebody to sleep with you when no, you just no, when but, you're I mean, you're outgoing and you're. But he loves women. Well, who doesn't? Well, especially on National Unicorn Day, and if there are any unicorns out there, because unicorn has multiple meanings, as we as we learned. Like today is National Unicorn Day on Twitter. I don't know what that means. Is it the the mythical horned horse-like figure as a unicorn? Is it a, is it a, is it a horse or is it a donkey? What is a unicorn? The actual statue of unicorns that kids like the, and adults the like too. The body of a unicorn is a horse. That's what I just suggested. It. And then it has a horn because it's a mythical creature. But technically, anything with one horn can be a unicorn. So there are... Like if I have an Italian horn hanging on my windshield, you know, the red Italian horn, am I a unicorn then? You've seen those, right? The red, they look like peppers. The Italians have. Oh, it's, it's like oh, to ward off evil. Yeah, it's the like Italian the horn yeah, is called. The devil. No, but... but um, there are a in in real life there are mutations in the animal kingdom where it's like an antelope or a goat. Right. Their horns fuse together and become one horn, and they are known as unicorns or unicorn goat or. Unic- but they really exist. Yeah. They but really that's not what people think of when they no. think of unicorns. When they think of a unicorn, they think, they of, think of, uh, of the you know, white horse with a horn. Right, and it brings you uh, like a hot blonde comes riding in on it, and then she comes into your house. And hits on your wife or girlfriend. Is, that's is that a what different I'm t- horn unicorn. But that's a combo unicorn. That's the unicorn you like. You like well, the of course. Uni- you know, the, the Those are the hardest to find. It's harder to find a female unicorn nowadays than it is to find a real unicorn, which is the horned horse-type magical it's, figure. You, you are referring thing. to the female unicorn that you can find in the Urban Dictionary. Exactly right. Just and those are, those are a very, very those rare very, breed. Those are rare as In fact, well. I may have to do a poll, even though I hate doing polls. Which unicorn do you prefer? The one that kids have little stuffed animals. You know, they're not just for kids, a unicorn. People love unicorns, too. Right? You grew up. I you love grew up. unicorns. I mean, I've, I've actually, I, I was one of those teenage girls that had posters of unicorns all over her bedroom. But my little pony was a unicorn, wasn't it? Or was that just no, a pony? That was just a pony. Wasn't there a famous unicorn stuffed animal that kids all had? Rainbow. There was like the, wasn't it named Rainbow Unicorn or Rainbow something? What do I look like? A doll collector? I don't know. But I see a lot they're still very popular. I see them everywhere in any kind of store. You'll see unicorns for kids. But then the adults that have the unicorns, those are the ones that I wonder about. Okay. So here Dave Stubbs tweeted out earlier today saying uh, Bernie Perrant note, um, Bernie just called to say he's walked twice after today's lumbar decompression fusion surgery. Oh, uh, so it's back, lower back. Okay. And Bernie obviously had back problems his entire career from playing hockey. Yes. So he had a lumbar fusion. I had some of that the other night. The lumbar fusion right here, it's a really expensive place, and it's on a skewer. I don't like that stuff, though. Is that kind of like whenever you hear a restaurant, sucking out bone marrow? Yeah. Whenever you hear fusion... You know, like, what do you think of? You don't think of a, 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 a spinal surgical no, procedure. No, you think of, like, a Mexican-American fusion restaurant. Yeah, or there's or all kinds Chinese of fusion. Mexican fusion. You know what it means? It means they're overpriced. Chances are, when you go into a restaurant that has the word fusion attached to it, it's going to be overpriced stuff that you really don't need. It's going to be she-she, trendy, hipster. But it can also mean really good. But I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's overrated and overpriced normally. And I'm not saying all, all – uh, we'll, we'll get into it next Monday when we go to the 
Foodie Chats Live here in Philly. Because they travel all over. The group Foodie Chats? Yes. Steve Green and the Still gang? Still one of my favorite trips with Foodie Chats was going up to the, um, the, the water park up in the Poconos. Yes. What was that called again? Uh, there's a couple of them. Kil- not Kilimanjaro. No, no, I, no. I it's, it's, but it's like it's one of those names. I know what it is. Damn it. Robin, how, why can't you ever remember anything? Because I can't remember a lot of things, but they, they eventually come to me. Uh, not Kilauea. Uh, it's something like that. We'll think of it in a minute. Okay. But anyway, there's a, this fantastic resort. It has a water park. And we went up there and had an amazing time. Oh, yeah. The food was amazing. And then the water park. It's one of the, it's one of the biggest indoor water parks in the world. Yep. You know, and obviously, overseas, they do, Wisconsin has the most water parks. And it's owned by the same people. Wisconsin that Dells has yes. a lot of water parks. Uh, and it's an, Indian, it's, a, it's an Indian name. Kalahari. There Kalahari. it is. There See how go. I pull it out? Uh, it always floats up there, and then eventually I pull it out. Kalahari Resorts up there in the Pocono Mountains. Beautiful. There's, another, there's one in, uh, in, in Wisconsin. I think there's a couple in Wisconsin. Wisconsin, it's weird because the weather sucks in the winter. But this place, the weather sucks in the Poconos, but they run all year round. In fact, one of the coolest things is they have a pool, and then there's a window, and you can go outside. So you swim under, and you go outside in an indoor-outdoor heated pool, and then you're outside, and there's snow on the ground, and it's cold, and the steam's coming up. But we there went, you are. We, the, when we went uh, two years ago, we, on our way back, because it was, it was December, we got our Christmas tree. Yes, we did. We went to a tree farm and cut it down. Then we came home to our white picket fence, roll home in South Philadelphia, which doesn't exist. So I'm going I'm to build a white picket fence around our – because it's a tiny house. Yes. Not the tiny houses you see on TV. It's a smaller house. It's a row home. I'm going to build a white picket fence, and then people who walk through have to open the gate if they're just walking past. Oh, that would be good. Right? Because sure then that, that would go over really well with our they're, neighbors. They're basically go walking through your personal space. It's your property. The other day. So I, see, I hear – I had the, the window open, and I'm, I'm sitting there working on the computer, and all of a sudden I, I hear, like, all this chit-chatting outside. And I thought it was the neighbors talking, and I go to look out. Somebody had taken our chairs that are out in front of our property. Yes. And had moved them next door, and were sitting on our chairs smoking, smoking cigarettes. and drinking. How rude. I know. I got to get a taser. I got to get a taser or something. I got to put an electrified fence around the house. I'm going to build a wall, and I'll pay for it, not Mexico. Wouldn't that be cool, though, having a white picket fence? Just think of the visual. You know, it's a sidewalk, so everybody walks. Right. And, you know, it's tiny in the front. What, What do we have, like 20 feet of space between our house and the next house, if that? So you put a picket fence all the way around where the curb is, and so if anybody parks there, they can't open their car door because they're, in, they're intruding on your, your space. Well, I would love to be able to just, like, make sure that nobody could park in front of our house. I, I could maybe could build served. a wall in the street and then just have it as my stink. I, oh, and, and Luigi says he's going to get us a Sam Hinkie garden gnome. Oh, good. I want one of those. I don't like garden gnomes. You don't? No. You know who I really don't like is the Expedia gnome. You ever see that dude? Yeah, he's a gar- he's just a regular gardener. But is, is that Expedia? It's one of those sites. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I know if it's Expedia. Expedia. It, it, I don't know it. It doesn't matter. By the way, if you have any questions, I want to thank all the people who are watching us live here on twitch.tv slash Bruno Nation Live. We're going to do this every day. This isn't going to be a once a week, once a month. We take a four-month hiatus. <laughs> like we've been We're going to do it live. 
And we, Every day. We, we Monday to Friday. And then some weekends when we get into the football well, season. We'll have some special special events. Yep. Um, like we're going to do, you're, you're going to start doing drunk sports. Drunk sports will be a, one of those uh, fabulous, fabulous I'm things. I'm sure that is actually going to be a huge hit. I just know it. And then um, um, I might do like a Game of Thrones watch party. No, we're not doing that in my house. Uh, then you By the way, this Sunday night when Game of Thrones returns... I will be finding a way to get – I will not be in the house. I want you to know right now. That's why. I you may can, have a – You can do, leave You know what house. I should do? I should do a live we're not watching Game of Thrones event, right? And go. just get all the people who don't want to watch Game of Thrones and come out and hang out. How awesome would that be? Because the, the, the assumption – be a very small party. The assumption <laughs> – no, you're wrong. The assumption is that everybody on earth, everybody in the United States watches Game of Thrones. And while a lot of people do, you'd be surprised how many people have never watched one second of it, like this reporter, Tony Bruno. Not because I hate it. Not because, again, I, I have no interest in it. That doesn't mean it's bad. It's, let me make that point again. Just because I don't like something doesn't mean you can't like it. I don't tell you what to watch, what to think, you what to listen to. I just say problem. that. I, but I know what, I, what bothers me, it's like fantasy people. Luigi Curto being one of them. I don't care what your fantasy team did because the only person who cares about your fantasy football, basketball, baseball, hockey, water polo, curling fantasy teams do is you. But I don't give you a recap of. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. But I'm not. It's different than fantasy. Fantasy people want to tell you on Monday what they did. And that's what that's why I don't like it. I don't care what your fantasy team did. You do. Now, a Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. Here's the difference. If you say to somebody, or if you're around a couple of people and they're all like, yeah, Game of Thrones is coming back, and you don't say, yeah, I can't wait, they look at you like you're a mutant. Not everybody has to watch a show that's popular. Just because you watch a show that's popular doesn't mean everybody watches it. Because if everybody was watching it, there would be 320 million viewers. First of all, you have to have HBO. Not everybody has HBO, Robin. Do you realize that? Yeah, I know. But then you can go somewhere and watch it that has HBO. Why would you do that? People do that. Game of Thrones is not a fantasy. I guess it is. And listen, I, I, when I was a kid, I loved uh, dragons and stuff. I loved all that stuff. Did you ever play Dungeons & Dragons? No, in real, in real life I did. I had a dungeon and I had to bring some dragons and some unicorns into my basement. I have never that was, that was to play way Dungeons and Dragons, cool. so I have absolutely no idea. How no, but I love fire-breathing dragons. You know, I, I loved all the, the movies. There weren't dragons, but what were the, the, uh, the, the Harry Heisen movies with the sword fights? and uh, Harry Heisen? No, Harry, what the heck's his name? He did all of those uh, those pirate movies, or the skeletons fighting, the Sinbad movies. Those oh. movies, the Sinbad and, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's married to the other soap opera star. Uh, not Harry Hamlin. He was the actor. Yeah, but wasn't didn't didn't Harry Hamlin play Sinbad, Sinbad or one or of those characters? Yeah. But anyway, uh, the the guy who produced those movies because they were all stop action animation. Yeah, yeah. They would have actual, you know, uh, people. They would have like characters of, of and skeletons, they and they would move them, and they would stop action or um. And it, and it looked great back then. I just remember the owl. It was like this little mechanical gold owl that was in the yeah, movie. Yeah, th those are cool movies. And th so that stuff was fantasy. I know Game of Thrones is fantasy. But to me, the problem, with, the problem with all these TV shows now is that no matter where you're from, no matter whether it's the Romans, the Greeks, 
everybody has a everybody's from England, right? You notice that if it's supposed to be set in Rome, Clash of the Titans, That's Clash of the Titans. Yeah. Did you say Slash of the Titans? I said Clash. Clash, Clash of, of the Titans. I love those movies. Now um, they look hokey now, but back then it was a big deal. they were in color, and then there were skeletons fighting and that kind of stuff. I love Game of Thrones, not so much. You know why? Because I can't understand a damn word anybody says on that show. I really can't. And I'm not anti-British. I can understand well, a lot a problem, of British. You have a problem with any accented movie? No. Like, if, you're, if it's supposed to be based on Romans, I don't want to hear a guy with a British accent. Well, that's true. It playing, is weird. You know, it doesn't matter. Like it, Caesar wasn't a Brit. Okay? Yeah. Julius Caesar wasn't a Brit. Back in the day. <laughs> Everybody in Brit. The Greek gods were all Brits. I know. That is weird. Zeus was a British dude. Why can't they, you know, everybody gets angry now if a, if a black person plays a white person or a white person plays a black person or a woman plays a man or a man or plays a woman. Or a straight guy plays a gay How, guy. Where's the anger that every single role on every movie about anything that involves history, if they're the main characters are all Brits. With a British accent, yeah. Listen, I love British actors. Benny Hill is my favorite of all time. That's the kind of British humor I like. Monty Python, love those guys. But the, all these, am I right, Robin? Every time I watch a show, I'm like, who's, who's that guy supposed to be? I know, it is Julius weird. Caesar. Julius Caesar was not British. I know. I know. It is weird. It is. I totally agree with you. I think that they should have had a, an a, Italian, an Italian accent. If you, if you still had to speak English, if you weren't dubbing it and, and making it actual Italian with subtitles, it should have at least been an Italian accent. Is it, am I the only person that bothers does that bother? It doesn't bother you. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't I, bother me because a good actor is a good actor. But I agree. But my with point you. is, it's like Samuel L. Jackson. He's in every I damn know. movie. He's a good actor, but he's in everything. Yeah. So he's all upset about stuff. He's he, how many how many other great black actors is he taking the roles there from? There's so many, and the thing is, is like talk about to me that's so. To me, that's racist. If you it's not think, racist. I mean, no, obviously, you, the producers it's lazy and make I a think, phone call, and he's, he's good, is. and they I, put him in every movie. I think it is in a way that you can only think of one black actor to put in your movie. No, there's a lot of great black actors that are in a lot of movies. That's our point. Is but, that De- but Denzel's in a lot of movies, and he's great. Samuel L. Jackson's a great actor. But he's in, you cannot turn on any movie. Obviously, all the superhero movies he's in. And I was watching a movie the other night. Oh, this new unicorn movie. That's the one I... It was a bad movie, but... What's that? That's the one who... The chick who uh, plays um, Captain Marvel. The the, the unicorn store or something like that? Something like that. So the chick who plays Captain Marvel, and I told you that was her, Brie Larson. You were right. Brie Larson is in this this wet Netflix thing called Unicorn Store. And guess who's in it, too? Samuel L. Jackson is in that movie. He's also, I believe, in Captain Marvel. He's in every Marvel movie... He's probably in every DC movie. Um, I just don't get it. By the way, I, we want to give shout-outs to the people that are um, on Twitter as well. Henry W2 is saying, what do I look like? A doll collector, quoting you. Mm-hmm. Tinky Winky just called Tone, and he said, actually, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Tinky Winky was the gay Teletubby, right? Well. He gay- was, wore purple, so people were assuming... That he was the gay right. member of the... That's the, what the whole argument was, that because he wore purple and he carried a purse, that he had to be gay. Now and, he would be cool. And, See, that was a controversy like 20 years ago when extreme uh, Christians 
or people who are against homosexuals so stupid. Uh, were making a big deal of well, it. Well, and then a lot of, and then because of the controversy, the LGBTQ community embraced Tinky Winky exactly. as one of their own, saying, well, if you're going to accuse us of, uh, you know, having that represent us, then fine. We will, we will accept him with open arms. Now, so. two of the, uh, two of the, uh, what were they called again? Clash of the Titans? No, the, the cartoon characters with the T- purse. Tinky Winky. No, Tinky Winky was the guy, the purple oh, oh, one. Oh, the Teletubbies. The Teletubbies, Sorry. that's right. They come over that hill, that grassy yes. hill. I used to love it. The sun. You talk about a chill. The baby sun. The I baby love. sun small, smiles and the sun comes up. Yeah. And then the, the music comes in and the, the Teletubbies. I used to love I would wake up and watch that. Talk about chill. And I wasn't even smoking <laughs> dope or anything. I wasn't even high. It was oh, just a nice... Tony. Easy, soothing way and, and you've now, to wake up. You've now, as as you say, grown up just enough that now you've you've moved on from Teletubbies to SpongeBob. That's well, I favorite. always loved SpongeBob, but now he's on like all night. So I watch SpongeBob after midnight. I'm not watching Headbangers Ball or watching uh, old reruns of bad shows on VH1 and MTV. I'm watching SpongeBob. People, you know, debate the best cartoons of all time. They say. Uh, the the Simpsons, one of the all time greats. Mm-hmm. Simpsons is unbelievable track record, unbelievable longevity. To me, SpongeBob is the greatest cartoon ever made. Am I wrong? Because it's still funny. I don't think it'll ever not be funny. You know, there's some cartoons that are like, so well, what were they doing? SpongeBob will always be relevant, forever, ever, ever. The Teletubbies will be relevant because they don't do anything offensive. Although the two of them have horns, single horns. One of them has like a, the red one, and I don't remember the names. There was Poe, there's Tinky Winky, Lala. Lala. And who was the fourth one? There was the red one with the round, like little antenna on the top. And then the green one had like a unicorn horn. And then the yellow one had a horn too. And then Tinky Winky was purple and had a red purse, which clashes really badly. I mean, that would have been. I bet you if they went on Queer Eye right now, that those guys would say, not a good combo. Could blue, does red and purple, Matt, can you wear red it and purple? It depends on what hue of red. Well, you saw the picture of Tinky Winky yes, with that the is, red. that is a blue-reddish, then it's fine. But if it was like the orange-red, then no. So if Tinky Winky were on Queer Eye for the Straight Guy or Queer Eye for the Queer Guy, which is the, the, the follow-up show, right? Wasn't there another? They did another. Did they? I don't know. Yeah. I haven't paid attention. They would be commenting on his wardrobe. Nowadays, it doesn't matter what you wear. There's no such thing as you can't wear stripes and solids. You can't wear checks and stripes. People wear whatever the hell they want. And you know what I say? Good for them. Because I'm sick and tired of people telling me that that doesn't match or that jacket doesn't match the tie or or all that crap. Dipsy, by the way. Dipsy. So it was Tinky Winky, La La, Dipsy, and Poe. So Dipsy was the red one? Does it say which ones they are? Um, Dipsy was the green. With the Lala horn. Lala was the yellow. Right. And Poe was the red. Poe was the red. Was Poe Poe, by the way? I'm sorry. I'm not trying to do my uh, AOC impersonation. Anyway, we're continuing. to thank everybody who's joining us on twitch.tv slash Bruno Nation Live. We'll be bringing in video chats in a while. We're going we're gonna to find a way to get people up on Skype. A lot of people on Twitch do that. They bring yep. in a guest on Skype. Yep. We will do that, so we'll get video. We'll have live guests coming down into uh-huh. the basement. I hate to call it the basement. It's the wine it's cellar. It's the wine cellar, Tony. 
We'll be bringing in... Because you refuse to call anything the man cave. You I hate the man you, cave. You hate the man cave. When somebody says man cave, I become violently ill. And and for those of you that are watching, you can see actually in the background... Um, let's see if you, I can show it to you. But All of this was handmade by Robin Austin. From our good friend Ed Nasta. Ed Nasta, one of our great friends who works for the liquor... Uh, the Pennsylvania LCB works at a state liquor store. He gets all of these boxes, wooden wine boxes, that they throw away. So he started bringing them to us, and Robin made all of these. Yeah. Beautiful so what I did is I just I took the 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 different wine boxes and I stained them, and then I put hinges on the the doors, and so and then I made them into these really cool uh, wine cellar cabinets. So we're not just a couple of idiots sitting on Twitch talking about stuff. Anybody can do that. We're a couple of idiots on Twitch who can show you home improvement stuff. We can show you amazing things if you just tune into our channel and don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. Well, we, they can't subscribe today. Not today. Hold it off. Hold off until tomorrow because tomorrow we'll be able to do it all again. Exactly. You'll be able to subscribe and you'll be able to watch every single day. Yes. And we're going to have more content and more fun stuff. And actually, I think that today I'm going to make the executive decision to not do the full three hours today only because of the fact that I am still trying to figure out audio. Okay. And I have a lot of work to do on that. And we at least know that this part is up and running. We have everything set up down here. But because I have all that Yeah, we're going to make stuff. it better every day. Now yeah. we got it running. Robin will we'll, we'll figure out how to incorporate video. How to incorporate, bring guests in here? Yes. Because this will be, there'll be a line of people outside who want to come in. This will be one of those destinations. Like if you're coming to Philadelphia and you're watching from like Australia, if you're watching from all over the world. Speaking of which, we are going to have. So, so one of the things that Twitch allows you to do is that when you are not live, mm -hmm. then you can host another person's channel right. that is going live on your channel. And um, our one of our very, very favorite people of all time, Duncan McKenzie McCarg, who his name is just fun to say. Um, and he's a guy who I can understand. He's Australian. Yes, he's Australian. But he, he lives in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. but he actually broadcasts American stuff back Correct. to Fox, Fox Sports in Australia. He, yes. And we've been with, you know how I say, I say Australia like an Australian now. Australia. I can't say Australia anymore. It's Australia. And we met him at the Super Bowl in Minnesota a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. Became great friends with him. Uh, we, see, we see him all the time at the Super Bowl. He was there yep. in, in Atlanta a couple months ago. And he's phenomenal. He, and, and he sounds great, too. Right. And so he is starting a new video stream show. And I put him in touch with our Twitch people. And they are going to start a special Duncan I don't know what he's, what it's going to be called yet. But Not Dunkin' Donuts. That's already yeah. taken. But he's going to start something that will be live streaming all over the world, including Australia. And so we will ghost host each other. So because it's on opposite, completely opposite of whenever we would be live, um, it'll be perfect. Yeah, because when we were in uh, Minnesota... When he was when he was uh, broadcasting the Super Bowl, yeah. not the so, but our our big party that we had in Minnesota, he was on the air live, and it was like two o'clock in the morning, and we were there in the afternoon in Minnesota in the evening, and so the, as you know, the time, what was the time difference with Australia? Was it like nine hours, something like that? Twelve? I think it's eighteen. Is so it eighteen? Yeah, I want to say it's eighteen hours. Dude, time. here, let me check. Um, 
but yes, so so he's hopefully going to be starting one up, and we will be ghost hosting him. He will be ghost hosting us, and we have a huge following down in Australia already. Yes. So that is perfect. Worldwide, as yes. someone once said. Um, Sydney time now. Now I have an interesting question just posted on the Twitter feed, at Tony Bruno Show. You can follow us on Twitter as well, at Tony Bruno Show, at Miss Robin Austin, and at Luigi Curto 22 who's part of the show, but he's working today while we're down here slaving over a hot microphone, to quote the great Tom Looney. So it is already tomorrow, 3.30 a.m. in Australia. Wow. So that is Greenwich Mean Time plus 10. And we are, what, how, where are we from Greenwich Mean Time here? So well, we're in like Eastern Time, so we're so Greenwich Mean, I think, is is one time zone over to the left. Only if one, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, but don't quote me. Who do I look like? Joe Bastardi from the Weather Channel. By the way, here's a good question for you to contemplate this week. We're sports fans, and not even sports fans, because the question is, what are you looking forward to more on Sunday? The Masters Golf Championship final round, or the Game of Thrones premiere? What are you looking forward to more? Masters final round. But see, you can look forward to both of them because the Masters will be done before Game of Thrones is on, right? Game of Thrones is on at, what, 8 o'clock at night? It's not on at 3 in the afternoon right. when the Masters is winding down. Yeah, but they're not asking you to choose, Tony. They're saying, what are you looking forward to more? Well, obviously, we know what your answer is. Well, I'm looking forward to the Masters because it's a major event. And if Tiger is in the, in the final, in the hunt on Saturday and Sunday, you know the ratings will be huge. Game of Thrones, not so much. I should do that, though. It's only Tuesday. I should try to set up at a local bar here in Philly, because it'll be hard to travel and get it done, a I'm not watching Game of Thrones not viewing party. But we'll have to put something on instead. Well, I'm not coming with you because no, I No, you stay be- home and you watch it at home. But I want to know from guys out there on, on Twitter and on Twitch. And you don't have to be a guy, a woman. Anybody who does not want to watch Game of Thrones, what will you do? Would you come out and hang out and have like a little I'm not watching Game of Thrones party party? Pity party. No, it's not a pity party. <laughs> a pity, pa- pity party is people who sit at home and watch Game of Thrones on Sunday night. Um, so, Sydney, Australia is 12 hours ahead of us. 12 hours in Sydney, yeah. Australia. Australia. So, it's like uh, 1.30 in the morning then. Yes. Dude, it's not 3.30 in the morning. I, I knew it was about 12. Because I know Italy is from here is like seven hours difference. Mm-hmm. And then Australia is way, way down, 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 down. Yes. Down. I think it's from, from the United States, traveling to Australia is the farthest away you can travel. I think it's like an 18-hour flight or something. Yeah, and then it's like the next day is already over by yeah. the time you get there. Yeah. You know, when you fly like the West Coast, you know, you miss three hours, especially if you're coming and the other way. I don't think that you can do it nonstop, can you? I don't know. What do I look like, Qantas? The Qantas uh, kangaroo? Isn't a kangaroo's on Qantas, yes. right? Now, do you, are you familiar with what uh, – I only know this because of Rain Man. What? That Qantas is the only airline that's never had an accident. I did not – well, Rain Man's from a long time ago. Well, I think it still holds true. Really? I, I don't think Qantas has ever had. Let me see. What was the line in Qantas? I, mean, I know a lot of the Rain Man lines, well, like he didn't, Wapner, he Wapner. Didn't, 
so the Dustin Hoffman character did not want to get in an airplane unless it was a Qantas Airlines because that was the only airline that had never been in an accident. They had a perfect record. I did not realize that. I don't remember every line. My, the only line I remember from, from that movie was Wapner. Got to watch Wapner. Yeah. Wapner, 3 o'clock. Wapner. It was right? a fantastic movie. Now, if you play, if you watch that movie and you didn't see it originally, people will have, a, have no idea what you're talking about. I know. Because Judge Wapner's long gone. See, that's what I'm saying. That's a movie that doesn't hold up, Rain Man, because there's a lot of references to things that people won't understand. Right? Correct. That's why SpongeBob holds up. Rain Man does not, even though it was a great movie. So, Masters Final Round, I'm watching. And I don't sit around and watch, like, the Bobby Goldsboro Greater Greensboro Open every weekend. You know, I don't watch golf. Like, I turned on NASCAR Sunday, right? It was on Fox Sports 1, and the ratings were horrific. The Bristol, Tennessee NASCAR race. I turned it on because I'm flipping around, and you can get anything on, on weekends on sports now. They had, you know, no matter what the sport is, bull riding, kids playing video games. There was one channel, actually, it was, it was one channel where they were showing, I think it was one of the ESPN channels, they were showing two kids playing soccer. An esports yes. game. And I thought it was a real soccer game at first because that's how good no, the game the is. Are and they so had amazing. the dude on one side and the dude on the other side. But the best part of that is that the guy doing play by play was British. <laughs> and that sounded great. See, that's, I want to hear a British guy do soccer or, or, a, or a, a, a Spanish guy. No, a man, a Latin, a Latin man. The, I think Latin play by play. Of baseball, Anything. football, and especially soccer, yes, is the best. But also the there's also that Scottish guy. Is it he's he's Scottish or Irish that does the soccer play by play? No, he's he's uh, he's he's British. Is Who he Ray British? Hudson? Yes. Yeah, he's he does he does commentary. He doesn't do play by play. He is awesome. Oh, I love Ray Hudson because he comes up with all these great sayings. Yes. But we're uh, we're flipping around. So this kid's playing soccer, and it looks like a real game. And they switched the positions, and that's why esports is huge. That's on television on Sunday. You had golf. You had women's golf, where pretty much every single great women's golfer now it's is either Korean. from Korea or China. It's amazing how good they are. The top six. There were like two Americans in the top ten. Every other woman in there. I think Korean. there was one Canadian in there. And it's all South Korean or Chinese women. They are dominating women's golf in this country. I am so pissed off that I did not learn how to play golf when I was younger. I didn't learn I how to play anything. Because I'm really good at that high hand-eye coordination thing. And um, I'm, I'm a natural at axe throwing, apparently. Yeah, I know. Did you see the videos of the I axe did. throwing? <laughs> I think Because it's I, Chive TV. Last night we were in the bar. I read somewhere that it's actually a fake video. No, it's, it's not. I've seen a bunch of them. Yeah? It's, you know, they have these bars now where they put up a, an axe. They have an axe throwing couple right. of lanes there. And you get up and you take the axe and you throw it. And this one chick threw it and it bounced off the board and came right back at her. And she ducked and got out of the way. Philly influencer Sean Brace said that he was he bought into that video and that it turned out to be fake. Really? Because I've seen a bunch of them. They're I, all fake? I don't know. I don't know. Well, you know what's great? Chive TV. Because they had it on in the bar last night. They had Mike Missinelli on one channel. They had all the ESPN talking head shows. And then they had Chive TV, Chive.tv, and they show all of these uh, viral videos. And I saw a couple of the axe-throwing ones on there. I don't think they just put on, I don't think they put on doctored videos on Chive. They put on, like, people who really crash and try, they, they, the dumb ones. They show one, there was one sequence, which was dogs. 
you know, a, a, still a good boy, but not a smart one. Because, you know, we always say, what a good boy when there's dog videos. Yes. What a good boy. Now they had a sequ- sequence of dogs that were a good boy, but not a smart one. So they have dogs like screwing up when you throw them a ball and all the things that dogs don't do right. Because everything we see is always how cool dogs are chasing, you know, dog being chased by a turkey. That one's popular. Do you see that one? There's a dog being chased by a chick, a little baby chicken. That's funny, too. That's what, I'd rather watch those things than a lot of other crap that's on TV. I'm looking to see. So there's, there, this was an axe-throwing safety video. The one that you're talking about, the where woman the, who throws the, the axe and it who's throwing it, and then it bounces, bounces back, back right at her. Um, and then there, there, there's a it, it sparked a discussion to see whether it was faked, whether she threw it on the floor intentional. Um, maybe it was because of the axe handle material. It happens. Not every time that you, you, not everybody who throws an axe throws it perfectly. Because if it doesn't hit, with the, if the axe blade doesn't hit the wood, it, it's, it's going to bounce out. You're just assuming everybody's going to make a perfect throw. Well, you know, you can't all be like me that just has it innately natural axe throwing abilities. Ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. Okay. So here we are. We've come to my executive decision as the... Uh, Have we reached that fork in the road? Yeah, because I really I want to figure out the sound thing so that we can get all of our other sounds working correctly. So this is our first actual... Last night we did our first show on Twitch. Right. And we were having sound, some FM. sound issues there as well. Yeah, and that's what's go- that's going to be expected when we have a, a new platform. Mm-hmm. But for a first time with a new platform, we've got it all figured out. Now we're going to just fine-tune it. Yeah. We're going to add the scalloped potatoes, maybe the cream spinach... What else? Cauliflower. You know, uh, riced cauliflower now seems to be the big thing. How about uh, sautéed mushrooms? Sautéed mushrooms are always good with a steak. you got to yes. have it. Even if you're a vegan. Even if I'm one of those fake vegan steaks, you can still use real mushrooms, real cream spinach. Well, no, you can't do cream spinach. No. Well, you could have no, fake No, not cream. if you're a big vegan. What, fa- what do you put instead of cream when you're doing cream spinach without cream? Well, they have well, they have fake cheese. They have fakes. You can put tofu. Tofu in the spinach, and it pr- becomes creamy. I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff out there. <laughs> just remember this, ladies and gentlemen. Why are you a vegan? That's I what know. I want to know. I know it's it, it makes it makes life way more boring when you're vegan. It's not even boring. Uh, people can do whatever they want. I just I ask mean, questions I'm and then question I'm answers. I am fine with them being vegan. Just don't expect to to be like if you ever came over to our house, we would have a very hard time serving vegan. No, we I'm no, no we, if we knew somebody was coming over, well, you'd get salad. That's what you'd get. <laughs> the same thing we feed the the, the the rabbits outside and the stinking squirrels. Because I I part mostly because I just I, I'm not that imaginative, and I don't have that many vegan. Vegan's easy. You just don't put any kind of any kind of animal matter in yeah, it. Yeah, I know. So that would be very difficult because I do cook a lot with butter. If you cook broccoli and you put olive oil and garlic on it, that's vegan. Yeah, that's true. Right? There's a lot of things that are vegan that you don't realize it. We always think of the extreme vegans like fake steaks and fake hot dogs and you know, but Absolute, most most vegetables but, are but vegan. But my point is, is all that vegetables are vegan. My actually. point is that it's a much more boring uh, palette of foods that are available to you. The thing that uh, the thing that surprises me. Is the people who are vegetarians most of their lives and then become vegan, and then most of them that I know become sickly 
Because once you're used to animal proteins in your body and then you completely get rid of them, I think you're, it takes your body a while to get used to uh, the, the proteins that well, you, can skip, you, you can get substitute protein. You know, there's a lot of good protein that people yeah. do. I do protein That's drinks. That's the problem is that, that, that they're not getting enough nutrients in their body through just the plain vegan. They, they're, and they're not trying to get all those other proteins. Now, I would have a question for vegans, however. Um, if they consider insects to be... They're not vegan. They're living things. Well, but, but there are, there's a huge um, insect... Uh, push in the food industry um, to start eating more insects because it's a really high yeah, protein Yeah, for protein, source. but those are living... Vegans will not eat insects. I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. I, if will, they make I will guarantee you that vegans do not will not eat any kind of processed insects. Uh, I would be insects. curious to find out if they make exceptions for insects. John Sally, the former great basketball player, a friend of mine, we did the great Best Damn Sports Show. He's been we're actually doing another movie. Uh, what was the movies he was in with? Uh, oh, that bugs me. I, I just saw they were filming another version of it. The movie with... Uh, I'll, I'll come up with it. But anyway, John Sally's a vegan. And I asked him to explain that. He says if it has eyes or, or a mouth, you can't eat it. Eyes, no, it was eyes or lips. If it has eyes or lips, you don't eat it. That's the difference between a vegetarian, a vegan... I, want, I know what it means. I know what it means. I just, I don't know. But it's know. easy to figure out if it has eyes or, or mouth and lips. Are you talking so about Bad Boys? Bad Boys, right. He was in Bad Boys 1 and 2, and now they're filming a Bad Boys 3. Thank you, Robin. That's a great job out of you. Did you see the Bad Boys movie? I have. I love them. Yeah, they and John Sally's good. in it. I don't know if he's in the new one, though, but they're filming a Bad Boys 3 in New York. I saw uh, some pictures of the set well, the other day. Well, if he was in 1 and 2, I can't imagine that they yeah. wouldn't put him in 3. You know what my, my favorite... My favorite movie. I saw one the other night. It was number two. And then, of course, was Friday with my boy, my man, Ice Cube in the house. Remember we were watching? Uh, yes, yes. We were watching <laughs> Friday 2 or what was it called, the second one? It wasn't called Friday 2. It was called Next Friday. That's what it was called. That is some funny, funny stuff, man. I love Ice Cube. We got to get him on the show, too. Yes, we do. We For sure. Once we figure out how we can put in freaking... <laughs> Okay, bad boys, bad boys, bad boys, bad boys. What you going to do? Uh, I'm I also going to do something in, in the near future, Robin, that I've been promising to do. What's that? And that is to get a DNA test. Not to see if I'm the father or if I have any children out there claiming to be my children. I would be absolutely... Because I believe, yes, I, 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 I absolutely positively believe that when I have a DNA test, that I will have... African-American blood in me, or African blood, not African-American, but African blood, African-Italian blood, because of my heritage. And then... Did you know... Wait, 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 wait. There, there's already... Oh, there's already a Bad Boys 4 announced as well. So, but they're filming Bad Boys 3 now, right? Which is, I believe, called Bad Boys for Life. Okay. And it is currently filming... Bad Boys 3, but it's Bad Boys for Life, but it's called Bad Boys 3. Correct. All right. And I do not see John Sally um, in the IMDb cast right now, but that means because they're in the process of filming, they probably just haven't updated it. Fully. Okay. All right. <sighs> just looking for some late-breaking news while we're here. That's the good thing about being on live. 
trying to see what's going on in the world. Of course, the big story in baseball, not just the Phillies are 7-2 and two and the Cubs actually won their won a game because they went back home after playing all those road games. Then they went home and won 10 to nothing yesterday or last night at Wrigley Field. And the Boston Red Sox are playing their first home game today after they got off to a bad start with all their games on the road before they finally opened up at Fenway uh, today. But the Dodgers uh, lost last night, but they're hot. The Reds are not. The Cubs, as I mentioned, got a win. The Giants in Colorado off to bad starts. Miami, we knew they would be bad. Toronto off to a bad start in the American League. Uh, I mentioned the Red Sox are three and eight. Kansas City's two and six. The Chicago White Sox are three and six. The Angels are starting to play better now, and they're uh, they're five and six. And those are the teams off to bad starts. The teams that are off to great starts. How about the Seattle Mariners? The Seattle Mariners have ten wins already, ten and two, and they are mashing the baseball up there in Seattle. They scored 85 runs already in their first 10 games. Detroit's off to a good start. Tampa Bay, the Rays are playing great. Milwaukee is 8-2. and two. The Dodgers, good starts. And the Phillies, of course, 7-2 and two after another win last night. And how about your MVP of the National League? If the season were to end today, people with season tickets would really be pissed off that they've only seen 10 games. Reese Hoskins is playing MVP caliber baseball. Two more home runs last night, and the guys in, in the in the um, in the cleanup spot right after him. Bryce Harper is absolutely mashing. And he's not even—he's just hitting pitches down. Yeah. He's going after pitches down low and outside, and he's just—and he's not—he's not hitting them into the upper deck, but he's getting them over the fence Those to left field. Those are two plays, both both Reese and Bryce. I I want to meet them because they both seem like such incredibly nice guys. Well, why would they want to meet you then? Because they're nice and cries. They want to meet you, Robin. Well, yeah. Because, you know, nice guys like me. Bad guys like you even more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It and de- that's the way it is with women it, with me, too. It depends on, you know, what mood I'm in. Now, I'm looking at the uh, live chat, the live stream, stream chat on twitch.tv. It hasn't been updated. Does it continue to update live? I think so. I don't think anybody has said anything in a while. All right. Um, let me see if we are still. Yeah, we're still live on Twitch. Uh, okay. Um, so, again. Normally, we would be going till 3 p.m. Eastern. And some days, we'll just go on. We may go 24-7. Yeah. We may do a one a 24-hour Twitch session. But but because I'm... I'm, I'm a, I haven't done that in a while, but I've no, done 24 I, I straight hours. I saw 10-15. He's like, he's like I, I was eating lunch, lunch. Sorry. You're not allowed to get off the stream and eat lunch when you're watching us. You can No, you can do it. I plan to do shows with no pants on. You won't see it. I'll just leave it up to the imagination. Well, and I, I'm sure that there will be days when I arrive in my pajamas. Now, today, I didn't even wear any makeup. I'm, I didn't either I'm, today. I'm, I'm a little shiny because I got the sun. See, what happens when you get sun for the first time, and I went to the Phillies game the other night, you get really shiny. So am I shiny a lot? Because I can't see the video stream. No, you seem you're okay. You know why? Because you're getting the natural light Yeah, we through. have our new basement window up there. We have the windows open. The heater's off. Probably by next week, we'll be back in the 40s again, and we'll turn the heat back on. Yesterday, you know, people were turning their air conditioners on because it was 85 degrees. Like in businesses, for example, last night at the Green Turtle, you know, even in the malls, they're stuck in between, do we turn the A.C. on or do we leave the heat on? Yeah, those little And then you go into places that had the the heat on, but they haven't converted over to A.C. yet, and they're really hot, and there's no circulating air. 
So this is that time of the year when you get a really beautiful day, another nice day today, and then before you know it, boom, it'll be back in the 40s at night, boom. and people will have their heat back on. You know, actually, I'm, I'm surprised nobody commented on my pigtails. I know. The pigtails are good. Now, were they after t- – although they're a little uh, frizzy, though. You got some frizz – you got some – what do they call those? Loose ends? Yeah. That's because not I burnt have- ends. I like those. Loose <laughs> ends, not so much. No, burnt ends are good. It's because, it's because I have layers in my hair, but, um, yeah. Layer? I'm, I have the, the, the peepee long stocking I like look it. going today. Just don't do the Rapunzel thing because I may have to decline the golden stare. And then when he says, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair so I may climb the golden your stair. Your allergies have just really been. I know. It's, it's, there's a lot of pollen out there. I'm so lucky. And I'm taking I'm allergy medication sensations. Can you hear it? Arthur, Arthur, Arthur Blank Stash is saying they're flyaways, Tony. Fly away? Oh, fly that's what they call. Yes. See, I'm not into the. I'm not. I was never a. Although I did. I was Robin Stylist. Not. I didn't cut her hair, but I colored her hair in California. Correct. I was her official. I was Antonio, the official colorist to Miss Robin Austin. Because I'm a cheapskate, and I really don't like having to pay a lot of money to do my hair, and so I would go um, buy the color, and it was just much easier having somebody else do it. Especially, Especially me. In the back. Yeah. Because I have nice hands. I mean, I have working man's hands. I don't have those soft, wimp hands. I still have calluses here, and I haven't done anything in a while. A, this is, these are called working man's hands. These are not the soft guy's hands, you know, the metrosexual guys, where the only thing that they do as hard is the manscaping. I manscape as well. There's nothing wrong with it. But I also Did somebody work just hard. try to open our door? No, that was the mailman. Oh, okay. Mr. M- Mr. McFeely just stopped by. Special delivery. I, what is that from? That's Mr. Rogers. Oh. Mr. Rogers, Mr. McFeely was the mailman. You know, for a children's program, that's a really unfortunate name. Yeah, that probably wouldn't work right now if you went to a guy named Mr. McFeely. I think Joe Biden's going to, that's going to be his (laughs) campaign. If you love Mr. Rogers, you'll love Joe, Mr. McFeely, Biden. That is just, didn't they think that through? Well, Fred, you know, people didn't think that way back in the day. When my kids were tiny and they were watching Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, it was always, he was just there. He was calm. It was, you know, then he would go and, uh, and then have the princess, remember, the, the queen would come up in the little train? No. There's a documentary about Mr. Rogers. You've got to watch it. Mr. Rogers, I never saw Mr. Rogers because they did not have Mr. Rogers in the Netherlands. They Mr. Did. Rogers was on long after he uh, passed away. But I was He's still by on. the time I moved here, I was old. I mean, I know who he is, but I never watched it, so I don't know all the characters. And my children, when they were little, Mr. Rogers was no longer active. Just like the Teletubbies and animation stuff or cartoonish type stuff were peaceful and calm. Nothing was calmer in the afternoon because Mr. Rogers was on in the afternoon, not mornings. Ah. So when kids would come home from school, school, he was the chill. He was the he was the CBDs of that generation. Well, you I didn't have to do any. You didn't have to take. You didn't have to take uh, all these drugs that kids now. Everybody's been diagnosed with ADD or ADHD. There was none of that stuff back then. You came home from school. You plopped down in front of the TV. You put Fred Rogers on in the neighborhood. Took the sweater out of the got the sweater out of the closet. It doesn't get any calmer than that, and that's why kids in my era are well adjusted. The kids Is now what you call it? are watching stuff now that's you know would never be allowed anywhere. 
Um, by the way, we have uh, somebody, MRM4TN. Is this a test of the emergency broadcast system? Yes, this is only a test. If this had been an actual emergency, I would be climbing right through the screen, right into your home, and grabbing you by the throat, but delicately, not, not with violence or vengeance, just to, just to show you how much we appreciate me reaching out and touching you and you and you and you and you. You and you. Okay. So here is my executive decision again. No, let's take it to the top of the hour. Oh, we're going to take it to the top of the hour? Yeah, we're not going to cut the show short by four minutes. It's a matter. So we're only going to cut it short by an hour, not yes. an hour. So we're going to go until 2 o'clock Eastern time. Okay. And then tomorrow we'll be back at noon. So before we go in the last four minutes, yes. anybody that's listening still right now, um, do you have any questions for us? Yes, if you have questions, anyway. fire away. The chat is great. People are on Twitter. They're on, on Twitch TV, twitch.tv. And we're going to be here every day, three hours a day. Some, and I promise you, there will be a day when I say we're going to do 24 straight hours on oh Twitch, my God. Robin. 24 straight hours. Are you, are you up for the 24-hour hour Twitch challenge? I think I am, but we're going to have – it'll be kind of like when you did uh, with uh, John Lennon. Yes. We're going to have to – we're going to have to, well, we have a bathroom close by. Yes, we have a bathroom close by. But we'll stay on. So, like, if I we'll have, have to go to, to the bathroom, catered. we'll have to get a caterer come in. Yeah. We'll get a studio audience. Okay. We will do it drug-free. And Well, that would be unlike John Lennon. Well, yeah. I mean, John, the, <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a second that John Lennon wasn't doing something. I mean, we'll do coffee. You know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll bring in some, uh, we'll get a caterer. And then in the middle of the night, We'll get some bums off the street trying to break into cars on our street. We'll invite them down here, and then we'll handcuff them. Now, Arthur Blank Stash, if you are a Prime Amazon member, yes, you need to connect your Twitch account, but currently, at this very second, you will not be able to connect and subscribe to Bruno Nation Live because we have some paperwork that we need to fill out, apparently. In the we back room. That's what we're going to yes. do in, in the final we, hour. We did not realize that. So... Um, by tomorrow, it should all be copacetic, and yes. you should be able to actually subscribe to Bruno Nation Live. So we apologize. We didn't realize that we had not fulfilled. But tell your friends, and don't forget, if you're an Amazon Prime member, yes, you will be able to subscribe to the show free. For free. And, and the way it works, from what I understand, is that it runs on a 30-day cycle. Right. So every month, if you are an Amazon Prime member you get one free month's subscription to Twitch. And then you just need to reassign your Amazon or your Twitch Prime to whichever, to us. Right. I'm not going to say whichever one you want because, of course, you're going to want to subscribe to the Bruno Nation Exactly. Line. Exactly right. And so you just, you just need to redesignate it. And, um, if, and if not, you subscribe and it's... Yeah, it's only, it's it's only $4.99 a month anyway, but it's nice to have something for free. Absolutely. And that's why Amazon and Twitch have partnered together, and pretty much everybody has Amazon Prime now. Right. And part of the perk is you have Amazon Prime, you subscribe to the Tony Bruno, Bruno Nation Live channel, and, and it doesn't get, cost you anything. And you, then that way you get anything that is broadcast on Bruno Nation Live and under its umbrella, and you also um, have uh, access to all of the archives. Exactly. Which, if you are not a subscriber, you won't have access to the archives. I don't even have access to the archives yet. So, um, and and just the important thing to remember is that it does not auto renew. You just need to renew it every month. 
if you're using the free option. If you're not using the free option, then you can put a yearly plan together or whatever. But um, if you're using your Amazon Prime member to subscribe, you need to renew every month and just redesignate it. But they won't do the whole, like, you know, if you sign up for a magazine and you seem to forget, they keep sending you magazines until you tell them not to sell you to send you the magazines. I don't know. Robin. Actually, I think uh, that would be a question for IceDog1015, who is familiar with these things. It doesn't auto-renew, right? So right. every month. But, like, if you don't, like, if you sign up, if you subscribe to somebody and um, you then don't, you're not interested anymore, mm -hmm. which we can't imagine because no. who wouldn't be interested in us? I mean, this is almost better than sex for some people. For some people. Well, not I said for some, not yeah. for all. No. This is better, better than sex for me a lot of times, too. Well, that doesn't say much. It's a daily. It? It's a daily fix. It's like having sex every day you to me. To, you need to do something different. Than <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> um, oh, so so Icedog said that you you just move on. You can cancel any time during the 30 days, and if you don't renew it, then it just lapses, and then. If Why would anybody cancel if they got a month for free? I know. With Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime anyway, you might as well just exactly. keep re-upping. Damn right. So that'll that'll be announced. We, we should have it all all ready for you tomorrow. And by the way, Dwayne Wade's final regular season game tonight in Miami. Still hanging in the balance and making the playoffs. And congratulations to Chris Davis of your Baltimore Orioles. Setting the major league record now. 0 for 48. Without a base hit. Oh, for 48. And on, on, instead of booing them, the 15 people who were at uh, Camden Yards yesterday actually were cheering him because they were booing him the other day because he, he went 0 for 47, then came up and then broke the record, which was 0 for 47. And now he stands alone like the cheese. The cheese stands alone. Right? The Isn't that what happened? The farmer in the dough. Doesn't the cheese stand alone yes. in the farmer in the dough? Why does the cheese stand alone? That cheese would be the first thing to go with me. If I'm with the farmer in the Dell, the cheese is the first. Hi ho, the Dario. I know. The cheese is coming home. <laughs> I'm going to redo that one. I'm going to do like a dice clay version of the farmer in the Dell. Mother Goose has already been done. Yeah. And all those, remember all the nursery rhymes and that dice clay turned into a, a, a brilliant career? I agree. I agree. I, I, why does the. Mouse why does the damn cheese stand alone? Because the mouse was the one that got the cheese. I got to I got to go through the whole thing. The farmer, the farmer, the and the cow, and the cow. I don't remember. I got to get the lyrics. Yeah, but I, don't it was, know, I can't I, freestyle I remember, the farmer and the I dog. I just remember like it went from the cow to the dog to the mm. cat to the mouse to the cheese. And the cheese because the cheese couldn't eat anybody else. Right. Is that how it? Is that why the cheese stood Are alone? They eating? Are they eating each other? I, I don't, don't know. know. I got. I, I think the cannibal version, which has already been made into a horror movie, like the one that's coming out this year. You see what they finally did? I showed you the preview. It looks like the worst movie ever made. It's an Easter Bunny horror movie. Oh, yes. It's an Easter Bunny horror movie. But what was it called? It was called Bunny... Peter, no, something Cottontail. Oh, Rottentail. Rottentail, that's right. Rottentail. And you knew. They've done all the Santas. They've done every conceivable character of people that didn't exist. Finally, they got to the Easter Bunny. The Easter Bunny is going to destroy you. So don't let your kids see this movie, Rotten Tail, because then they will no longer believe in the beautiful, fluffy creature. I seem to remember, though, like in the 80s, there was one of those movies where there was rabbits that 
became really, really big, and they were eating people. Not a, not a, no, because there's, there's been like tree stumps come to life and scarecrows no, come to life. Was, it and was like one of those Santa things where you know where for a while, like anything that was touched by nuclear waste suddenly became. Oh, those were that's a toxic Avenger. That was a no, but I'm talking about mythical characters turned right. into a horror. You yeah. know, like Chucky was never really a, a doll. It was just a doll that became right. animated and light. But you're right. There's never but as far been as the Easter, Easter Bunny, Bunny, Santa Claus, uh, Scarecrows, mm-hmm. who else are we missing? But but this one, this Rotten Tail movie, it's almost a comedy. It's not it's not your typical slasher film where kids go into the woods and get all killed and you don't care about them. In fact, I was watching one the other day with Luigi and he didn't want to watch it and he, then he finally realized it was a good good movie. It was Two Rednecks. What was that called? I was not. It was on Netflix. Yeah. It was oh, two guys, uh, two and two's uh, fight evil, and that was actually a sequel to one of their movies. So they're two rednecks guys in West Virginia who uh, go to a cabin in the woods that they own, but there's been all these people killed, and kids come and they accidentally start getting killed, and everybody thinks they're the guys that were killing people because the cabin well, that he bought had all the newspaper clippings on the wall from the guy who was the guy who killed all the kids, and now these kids go there and think that these guys are the killers. And it, it's just it's a lot of good twists, and it looks like a crappy movie when you first start watching it, but then you say, hey, you know what? It's a pretty good damn horror movie. Somebody and somebody saved a face evil. It's on Netflix. Can you look that up real quick, Robin, because I want to wrap it up? And by the way, Ice Dog 1015 says 6,585 in attendance yesterday down there at Ralph Cramden Yards, the lowest ever attendance Next to the game, or of course, they had nobody show up because of the riots in Baltimore a couple of years ago, remember? And they played a baseball game with nobody in the stadium because they didn't want anybody around the stadium in case there was a violence and having people go through protests. Tucker and Dale. That's it. Evil. Tucker and Dale. Versus Evil. Versus Evil. Great movie. I highly recommend it. If you want to watch a dumb horror movie, that one's good. If you want to watch a bad movie... Rotten Tail. Although I'll probably watch it when it's on cable in about two weeks. <laughs> in the meantime, we're going to wrap it up now, Robin. Do we have any wrap-up music? Yes, although before we go, I do have some, One more thing? One more thing, because somebody just sent it to us, uh, sent it to me on, on Twitter. A Chinese company says that its automatic sperm extractor machine is helping clinics collect semen from donors reluctant to masturbate in a hospital setting. What? And I'm looking at this machine. Don't we call those, uh, don't we call those fleshlights? (laughs) You know what it looks like? It looks like a, a, um, like a big stand-up scale with a protruding orifice that goes back and forth. Yeah, I've, there was in a Woody Allen movie like 25 years ago. Remember the, the what was it called, the Ejaculator 2000 or something? No, 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 the Orgasmatron. The Orgasmatron, that's right. Wait, we have to de- rely on a Chinese company to come up with a machine that masturbates you? Just go to any uh, toy store, adult toy store. I know. But it c- collects. Uh, anyway, I. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, 
It's... Dude, they, they should have those in like Acme's and Walgreens. <laughs> you just stand up Imagine having that in a Walgreens. <laughs> so it's like an actual podium. It looks like yeah. a stand, a white. It's a white stand, and it's pink and uh, purple on the back. Or what color is that? I don't know, but it looks it looks to me like you don't want that in a public place. No, it looks to me like you do want that in a public place. I may get one for home for home use. Although I wouldn't really need that. Now, if you open it up and then scroll down into the comments, <laughs> it's just a flashlight. That's what it is. I didn't even look at it. But yeah. All I had to do was look at it. It's a flashlight, and then I love, I love the next one under not uh, underneath that. There's like a line of them. Glory holes. I think Jerry Jones is getting those for the Dallas Cowboys locker room. Lined up and ready to ready for donors. Yeehaw. Wow. So I'm, I'm So they're uh, available on Alibaba, which is the foreign version of Amazon, right? Isn't Alibaba the foreign version of Amazon? I think so. I think it's in, in the Middle East somewhere, right? Yeah. Well, no, it's worldwide, but I believe Alibaba is owned by a Chinese company or man. Somebody write angry man tweets, who needs Tiana Trump when you can have one of these? I guess Tiana Trump's one of the uh, new porn stars. Oh. Probably okay. not her last name. No. Trying to capitalize on the, the president's drama. But anyway, there you have it. No home should be without it. Just when you think you're doing... Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? You know what? I think people will buy this for home use. For example, say, say a man has uh, erectile dysfunction, right? Uh-huh. And his wife doesn't want to have to try to help him initially. Right. He just goes into that thing. So you and have it, it, just it helps him a little bit. You have it sitting next to your bed? Or some, in your bathroom, wherever. Okay. And then you put the guy goes uh, over if there. If that's the case, though, I think it shouldn't be multi-use. Like, you should also have a scale on it so you can, like, take your weight. Yeah, exactly. You can, blood pressure. Blood pressure. You can do kind of a couple different things all at once and rather than having it just be one thing. <laughs> the, the comments are great, though. Sir, sir, that's an ATM. <laughs> <laughs> But those take deposits, too. Wow, what a great story, Robin. <laughs> hey, like I said, people always ask me, you know, how do you find these stories? They don't, I don't find them. They, they find, find me. Us. And as someone once said, I believe it was in the final scene of, of, of uh, Field of Dreams, uh-huh. the great James Earl Jones and Kevin Costner. Wasn't it Kevin Costner? Yes. When if, he says, If you build it, they, they will come. come. Yes, they will. And they. on that note, ladies and gentlemen, Happy trails to you till we meet again. Somebody didn't get that reference, the Field of Dreams reference. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. I'm going to order the I'm going to order one like this red one. I got to have a red-headed a one. Edge on it, so it's very easy. And maybe in our world here there lives a happy little oh, Thank you, Bob. Right? Thank you, Bob. Speaking of happy clouds and laid-back people that we love and admire who are no longer with us, Mr. Rogers, Bob Ross, and Tinky Winky. I believe he's still with us. But you'd have to go to a different neighborhood to find him, not Mr. Rogers. We'll be back tomorrow at noon. Remember, tell your friends, tell everybody. Bruno Nation Live is in the air everywhere on Twitch.tv. We'll be there if we build it. Hopefully, you will come, and you won't have to spend a thousand dollars. And we'll talk about everything—sports, yes, pop, you know, pop culture, ejaculation, <laughs> all the things that matter to people. You know what I'm saying? And even the things that don't matter to people, we'll probably cover it. 
Automatic sperm, sperm extractors. Where I come from, we, we know how to go. Where I call that, where I come from, we call that hose. All right? But you don't have to put a quarter in this thing to no, work it, right? I don't think so. I need another quarter. Give me another quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine a guy buys it and he's getting so close and then the thing just stops? Then what do you do? Smash it to smithereens. Damn right. In the meantime, don't drink and drive, kids. Don't text and drive. And God bless America. It is a beautiful country. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Bruno Nation Live at noon, Monday to Friday. Tell a friend. Tell a neighbor. We'll see you tomorrow. Emerging technologies are transforming the healthcare industry as we know it. Investors, say hello to HTech, a portfolio dedicated to capturing the significant growth potential of healthcare innovation. Learn more at roboglobal.com/htec.